0: Everybody,
1: welcome to the third fucking episode of this bullshit. I don't know how we made it this far. I'm probably going to say the same thing every other fucking time. I really don't know how we made it this far. But here the fuck we are. So, these three lovely ladies have no fucking clue about the topic I'm going to be bringing up. A little
0: scared.
2: It's just a tiny bit.
1: In the D&D talk community, a thing got brought up that... If you kind of step out of your shoes you can kind of see it's problematic in the real world versus in a video game right and that is the classes and races that have certain um attributes to them such as plus one to intelligent when it comes to elves versus let's say dwarves and a lot of the DD, uh certain DD community was thinking that it should be removed Because it seemed a little bit racist or even classist because they were getting bonuses where it was kind of like, so for like elves, they usually always get like a plus one or plus two to intelligence, right? Versus like your dwarf. So they were feeling like it was like calling a dwarf stupid, right? And you can kind of see that. So do you agree with this?
0: Of the the removal
1: of it? Or do you think it's kind of like...
3: So, coming from somebody who has been submerged in the fantasy world for a very long time, I don't really see much of an issue because when you do take a look at all the different races and everything like that, they do have their advantages in one way or another. Elves also being some of the older creatures, and being very thrown into their studies, do tend to be the more intelligent ones that there are, when you've got, like, say, the dwarves, who are by nature strong, stocky little fits.
1: And that's what I'm thinking, too, is like, cause even in real life, right, when you think of the word race, it's to deal with color of the skin, right? Right. But these people are actually different species. Yeah. And there's actually, you can go and find it. There's actually a book where it shows you what races can and cannot breed on D&D. Yeah. And what ones can. And it's really, like, if it was just, like, a color of the skin thing, I think I would be a little bit more like, oh, yeah, fuck that. But this is actually different races, of human beings of not even humans like you have humans in there but you also have like tieflings, dwarves, half orcs orcs, fucking you name it they're in there these are all very different genetically different beings so right. I would feel like they would have more advantages on certain things than others and that's no different than like the people that grew up in the high mountains they're gonna probably have a hell of a lot more durability and low oxygen than people that are surface level Right. And I mean, if you
3: take a look at it, even in the real world, different ethnicities tend to, or not just different ethnicities, different people from different regions of the world have more, have different advantages or disadvantages than others from different parts of the world.
1: Yeah. Like you've got people
3: from cold climates to warm climates, high climates to low climates.
1: Yeah, right. So, like, people that are used to living in the um, upper part of Alaska, or maybe even the upper part of Canada and whatnot, Norway, whatnot, they are all very climate-used to the cold, right? I can't remember what word I was trying to say. but I got the koof. Um, <laughs> but they have the advantage of... Yeah, so, like, if they were a and d race, they would have plus one to cold, you know, they mm-hmm. or resistance to cold as a race. Versus right. Like, my ass, born in Texas, would have a disadvantage from hell. There is five inches of snow on the ground right now, and I'm dying. Says so the one that used to live in Idaho for two years. Yeah, do you think I was happy with that either? I was like, oh, there's snow. Shuts the fucking door, locks it, stays inside <laughs> under three blankets. I mean, bitch, same, but, like... <laughs> I also grew up in the East Coast where it was really heavy snow, too. Hell, fucking no. <laughs> I didn't like it then either. Okay? I was- like You came up here to a much higher elevation
3: for the first well. You were, you was in hell.
2: Gee, I was
3: miserable
2: because I didn't-
1: my, I, my whole body had to adjust. Same. I fucking- My asthma yeah. acted up because of it. Bitch, yeah. you were bad. You were worse than I was.
4: I I went from Cape Cod, Massachusetts to Florida and wanted to kill myself, thanks. Wreck has a
1: point. (laughs) Right. Wreck has a point. It's like dragonborns have a resistance to anything that is whatever their breath weapon is. You're not going to see that with a dwarf or anything else because it's a dragon. So, like, races are going to have benefits, right? Right. Like like I said, I would would understand if this was a thing like humans where it's just, like, black, white, tan green, purple, whatever. I can see where that would get kind of, like, fucky. And even in the lore, tieflings actually have this going on. They were slaves. Um, Some of them were. Uh, But, if anything, it's never, like, a negative thing. There's always a bonus to these races getting something, right? Right. But they're wanting to, like, remove the race card. And, like, don't get me wrong, Honey, I am a white fucking Mexican. Like, I'm not gonna have to deal with what, you know, POCs of color have to deal with, so I can't exactly see the problem, per se, even though I'm trying to understand it, because I've watched many of their videos, but I still can't wrap my head around it. But it's also a game that's built like this.
2: Not only that, look at Skyrim. Skyrim was made after D&D.
1: Skyrim's kind of bad, though, when it comes to problematic topics.
2: (laughs) I mean, yeah, but, like, just for, like, race-wise, depending on what you pick you want your character to be depends on what you have an upper on than a different one. And it's nothing new. Like, this has been in gaming
1: for a while. Not only that,
2: like, look at it from real-life aspect. Look at all the different animals compared to us. Right. Cheetahs have speed. They're the fastest cat on land, mm-hmm. then you have
1: the fastest
2: mammal. Period. Right. Then you have, um, you have leopards who have strength and agility. You have lions who have muscle, which is strength.
1: You have bears, tigers. Oh my, right. And they all have something that's a plus to them because you know, and it, that's the thing too. Is like if you're going to look at D and D, right, you have to look at it for what it is, because it's not just humans. Like it is here you know, right? In D&D, it's all different types of races and actual races, not just skin race, no actual races where it's, you know, what is it? The, um, lion people, the, um, other, there's like two cat races out there. You have an elephant race, you have humans, you have, um, I have my D and D books over here. Actually, you have a, so many fucking races—tieflings, whatnot—and they all have advantages because they're not all human. Right, like Rex said. You can have an advantage.
2: Rex said. It. Plus, they have several different types of elves in Skyrim. Each one different. High elves are good casters, where wood elves are better with stealth and rogue aspects.
1: And that's the same in actual D and D too. Is wood elves are hella fucking archers. Right. You know,
0: and that's and- something that is.
3: Even if you take a look at, and I know this isn't your favorite fix, but Lord of the Rings. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. You've got all sorts of different elves. But you also, the thing that's slightly problematic with them is um, the elves also think that they are better than all the other races because they're more beautiful or higher class and stuff like that, that's where I can see a problematic. But as far as like people having an issue with uh, the different advantages and bonuses to the different classes and races of D&D, honestly, I don't see it. I don't get it because it's no different than, like you said, different people from different parts of the world are going to have different advantages than others.
1: Right, and that's what I'm not understanding because I don't think they actually understand when what is actually going on versus what they're thinking they're seeing and fighting because, like, I'll tell you right now, people that are in higher fucking altitudes have a better fucking adjustment to high... They can run in higher altitudes. If I had somebody that is um used to lower altitudes goes up there and tries to do that i'm gonna fucking die so yes guess what you have a bonus there right
2: like if look at wolf he cold, was you
1: have a bonus there right like
2: wolf was raised in idaho most of his life so when he went to the cold military and was in kentucky and wherever else he had a faster pt time in running than everyone else because he's used to running in thinner air yeah so he's he used to getting more finished. oxygen as he's going
1: yeah he doesn't need a lot of air to have a lot of oxygen so guess what he has that bonus um, you have people that are on the coastal. Guess what? I grew up with the oceans over here on the east. We're <laughs> more adjusted to the humidity. I have, I have a bonus on my intelligence when it comes to the ocean. And yeah, how Eve. it operates, how it works. Versus, you know, Evie who never
2: has never been to the Atlantic Ocean and didn't understand some
1: unspeakable things to a poor um, eggplant. <laughs>
3: You know what, I don't want to hear it, bitch, because you still
1: got your shit fucking whipped as well. I almost aborted my whole ass child on Isaiah's (laughs) back because of that wave. (laughs) Meanwhile- The thing, too, is, like, we have an advantage in humidity versus, you know, dry climates. And this just kind of comes with, you know, being where you are and what you're exposed to, in the real world, at least, because it's how the real world works, right? You're going to have that. I'm not going to expect somebody from Florida that's always usually around 70 to 90 degrees, no matter what fucking time of year it is. Minus this year, apparently, because God said fuck this place. Um, The
2: witch's tit is
1: a real thing, right? And then come to let's say Idaho in the dead of winter and be able to be okay. I'm not going to expect that all the time. Is it kind of is the witch's tit good? It's, it's, a, it's a
4: little nipple outside. It's a uh, 100% chance it already snowed. Yeah. yeah. Big save. Yes. And, like,
3: we are going to... I don't know how to approach this sensitively. Different colors of skin have different advantages. You got somebody like me, and then you'll have somebody like Wolf. I can be out in the sun for 10, 15 minutes, and I start to burn. Will Liar. For... Yeah, it's two seconds. Get it right. <laughs> yeah. Wolf can be out there for hours.
2: And get a fucking tan.
3: Like that. I burn, I peel, and hey, I'm still Casper's cousin. Well, he's over here, this rich
1: brown color. Well, that's also another thing too, right? Is because uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy actually went on this into an in-depth level where if you live closer to the equator, 9 out of 10, you are going to be darker in skin color because your skin is going to be able to take in um, a certain protein. I can't remember. Excuse your, me, guys. Your that skin are produces
2: those... more melatonin than someone that lives. Melanin. It because, but it takes um, in a, yeah, a certain
1: vitamin because melatonin. of it. <laughs> melatonin it's just not melatonin I it's not melatonin
0: you. it's
1: melanin, it's melanin. melanin. <laughs> but we're gonna get there uh, versus if you're farther away from the equator you're not taking in that exact vitamin that people on the equator are you're doing another one not you only
0: know? that
1: look at eye color
2: people with lighter eyes during the summer or if it snows and it's bright outside you have to wear sunglasses because it hurts your eyes whereas if you have blue darker eyes. eye color you don't really need sunglasses because your eyes aren't absorbing as much light
1: blue eyes have it the fucking worst. if you sit there and you ever think you're fucking lucky cuz you got blue eyes bitch let me fucking tell you you ain't lucky genetics unless you're fucking me you.
4: unless you're me who has a freckle on the back of your eyeball and guess what you can't see shit anyway uh wolf, wolf has this too <laughs> yeah but wolf
0: yeah, has what
3: blue eyes actually are is a lack of pigment in our irises. That's why I, blue eyes change color the most because they actually are just reflecting
1: what's around them. So tell me, your white is the whitest of white. When you're already skin reflective, but now your eyes are too. Honey, you just don't have pigment, <laughs> period, do you? I don't have pigment. <laughs> the only do pigment she has He's is. My-
2: the only no, okay, the only pigment she has is the hair on her head,
1: <laughs> not even then
2: I, I mean it's blonde. darker it's
1: darker than you know than it normally
2: until I was like five years old I mean i was oh, I was blonde when I was younger. I have a picture somewhere to prove it. <laughs> Oh,
1: so do I. I got them right over there. I was blonde as hell, blue-eyed as hell, and I was like, how about some color? How about some spice?
3: People with blue eyes, nighttime, full moon, snow,
0: glasses.
1: It's too fucking bright. No, me, this bitch thinking I had brown eyes the whole time, I have green eyes. Okay? Even then, people with green eyes have it harder than brown-eyed people. Our vision, <laughs> green-eyed people, we're like, the sun doesn't hurt that bad, but it's still kind of fucking bright. <laughs>
3: why well, 90% of the year, you'll see me with glasses, with sunglasses. This
1: is why I own, like, seven different pairs. I have a purse pair, a truck pair, a car pair, an office pair. 100% of the time, you're going to see me squinting. It might be because my vision, it might be because it's bright. It might be both. You won't know. It's fine. <laughs>
2: You also won't know if she's judging you or not.
1: Right. There's that, too. <laughs> I might be judging you. See, like right as, now, as you're doing wait, it now. Wait. This is my judge okay. face, and now I'm
2: squinting. We,
4: talk about, we all have them, right? Every mom has this. Your mom face. Your mom judging face. And we've all... Listen, we all know who we're talking about. I ain't naming names. you skinks. We all know who. We have all had to turn our cameras off, because we've had such bitchy mom faces that we can't... Moms have a secret language through our faces that we can communicate with other moms. I don't care what you're we might not be, speak the same fucking language. You read our face. We read that face? Like, oh, my dads
2: have the same oh. face too. Dads can give other dads the same fucking look and they're oh, like, yeah.
1: Yep. Meanwhile we're yeah, sitting there there's, looking at them like, difference. what are
2: you looking at? What is wrong with your face?
1: <laughs> this is really there's a difference between the mom look and the dad look because it's not the dad look, right? See, the moms have the mom look. The dads have the dad voice. Right.
2: And like, don't get me I'd wrong,
1: we have mom voice too. But if they would have to have a signature thing, it would be their it's voice. It's the voice. It's the voice. And we have the look. And then here's us as moms when, you know, our
2: partners deepen their voice. And you're just like, hmm, we have to go full some laundry real quick yes daddy <laughs> wait a second
3: the child is in trouble not me shit <laughs> I didn't try hard enough fuck yeah I
2: know wolf did that a couple of times I was like hmm shit Brad has, shit. Brad has
3: tr- had to get the dad voice with Piper a couple times and I'm just like oh well
2: shit you have so I've heard I heard Brad's dad voice I've heard Brett's dad voice and each time I like look at wolf and I'm like
1: hmm Dad voice, <laughs> yes. Speak of the devil who's right in the as board. he's like
2: blurry over here in the corner.
1: Your figure looks so Talking amazing. Talking about you how
2: moms have the mom look and dads have the voice, like dad's signature is their
1: tone. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like don't get me wrong, we all have both of them, but I swear it's like moms. It's it's the face, It's the look. We can look it's at our child look. and they know
3: they're in trouble. Like, the dads.
1: If my mom look doesn't look and I say, Fine, I'll go get your dad. Right. <laughs> please help, please help, please
2: help. My favorite was with Sylvia.
1: Yeah, I can't when it. we the had her
2: and I was home with the kids and Wolf was off on a job and Sylvia wasn't like <laughs> well, wouldn't listen or like I got her to listen and then all of a sudden it was right back to how what got her in trouble the first time. I'd be like, All right, cool. I'm calling your dad. And we'd call Wolf. And then he'd be like, hello? And she'd be like, no, please don't call daddy. And I'd be like, love you. Have a good time. <laughs> hey, bye.
4: So just there. This is where I preface that your nephews, all of your nephews, my kids don't have preservation of life <laughs> <laughs> at all. My oldest will look. I'll give that, that kid mom face, and he looks at me, and he goes, fuck you, bitch. And I'm like, I get dad and mom. You. Like, that child has no preservation for life why because he takes after you
1: speaking of that there was this thing that's going around and this thing has gone around since as long as I can remember that white moms don't punish their kids like POC moms and I'm trying to sit here and think what white suburban mom that these privileged ass white kids got to grow up with where they can look at their mom and call them a bitch without getting sent to the next millennia right that's
2: that's the the housewife moms or the the really prissy moms are like oh my
1: child's my best friend (laughs) like don't get me wrong like i don't like hitting my kids but i have other forms to traumatize them because emotional damage (laughs) emotional damage i remember my grandmother who raised me mind you my grandmother was fuck ice I am almost 30 and I am scared of a fucking almost 80 year old, okay? This bitch my, makes me want to piss myself when she gets angry and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know what I did, but it is my fault, my bad. Like she has a paddle with not only my name on it, all my kids' names on it. Wolf's name is on it, mind you. And it has holes in it. Do yeah. you think that woman still won't use it? No, she will. My grandmother is like five foot two.
3: And I'm sure Mimi ain't any taller.
1: Maybe really isn't much taller.
3: This woman terrifies me. I'm the same. I'm almost thirty, and this eighty-something-year-old lady makes me shake. She makes my six-foot-five father shake. He'll say the f-word, and he'll just be like, "Oh shit, where's
1: Mama?" Oh, are you talking about? Yeah, no, that woman's scary too. I'm here trying, trying to figure out how life. to
2: get the emotional damage sound to fucking work properly <laughs> <laughs> when I should have used it. <laughs>
1: Like,
3: I, I have when to- I was younger. younger when I was younger <laughs> she would she, she'd, she was the traditional go pick your switch that was my mom I'd go get this little flimsy thing be like oh it's fine oh god that thing was like a fucking paddle whip so mm. here I'm thinking I bring in the this log as big as me, thinking my little grandma can't wield this.
4: Oh,
0: buddy, I was thinking differently Brain as
3: I across the room. Brain damage.
4: So, Vix, I'm gonna answer your question on where these white suburban moms are that don't punish their kids. Hi, it's my mom because she was a narcissist that did shit differently. You know what that turns your kids into, folks watching at home? Hi, my name's Jeannie. I'm a D addict. What's good? Like, I, I, I like, a, kids, like, I've run into,
1: like, I will sit there at Walmart and threaten my kids. I'll be like, I will bust your ass right here in front of everybody in God and they will know what you have committed.
0: Right. Then,
1: but there's these other moms where their kids are throwing an absolute fucking fit. And don't get me wrong, moms. I understand. Kids, they're little fucking terrorists. But, like, y'all
4: can hear mine. They're beating the crap out of each other right now. And I'm just like, you know what? When it gets bad enough, I'll go in there and separate. It hasn't
2: gone bad enough yet. Well, there know. it is.
4: <laughs> know.
2: Well, then you have me, whose mom was like, all right, go out in the yard, pick your switch. The problem is, is I lived in Florida. I had yeah. an orange tree, tangerine tree, and a lemon tree in my backyard. If there was not a stick the on court. the ground or that I could take off of the tree that was thick enough, I had to go pick my freaking special no, you made two more
1: options you had the gator <laughs> or the iguana Listen, Fuck, iguanas. I, I, Fuck there, iguanas. there
2: were no iguanas okay that's we had roaches and we had the fucking geckos that came into your house to eat the roaches okay i didn't have that option
1: i mean there's nothing more traumatizing than throwing a roach at your kid
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no that's a whole different story for a whole nother time it has nothing to do with roaches it had to do with the lizards but any hootie um It was, if I couldn't find a stick that was thick enough, I had to go pick my slotted wooden spoon that was custom made for me by my dad.
3: That's okay. My oldest is in the stage of, I don't need to, or I don't want to. And I'm just like, girl, if you don't drop it, I'm going to drop kick you. You're in the no stage. I'd rather her tell me no than I don't need to.
4: Y'all, I walked into my children's bedroom, so they have a wooden train set, and it has, like, these wooden dividers in it. This yeah. asshole peeled one of the wooden dividers out, so now he has a fucking 2x4, goddamn it, <laughs> that he smacked his brother with. Oh, God. So I just looked at him, I was like, you know I'm smacking you with it, right? Like, you hit him, I hit you, this is how this goes? Like, Good.
3: My little sister, she has her first uh, born child, and she's in the biting stage. Bad, I'm like, what have you done to recorrect it? She goes, tell her not to. I was like, bite the little shit back,
2: That or flicker on the nose. I was no, like,
1: so my kids mouth don't mouth. bite much. It's because when they bit me, I bit their asses, and whoo, did they stop? I mean, like, I got lucky because for some of mine, I was able to redirect it. Oh. Where mm-hmm. if I I taught them you know like hey look biting's not good how about we bite this instead but that only worked on one of them <laughs> you have five and when five. I mean one of them I mean pyramid head then I mean, you yeah, have a fucking one <laughs> Freya's not old enough to bite yet and I can tell you right now if you ever tell me that Piranha has never bit somebody I'm gonna fucking fuck you up. <laughs> my finger has PTSD <laughs> She's like, she's going to grow up and be like, I never bit anybody. I was like, you want to say that again? You want to lie to me again? I'm sorry, what? You said what now? I can tell you right now, <laughs> those four fucking little teefers of yours were broken on this. You didn't want anything else, you little punk.
3: <laughs> Not even mom's knuckles. No, no, no. Auntie's.
1: That was always mine. Immediately, I would I would hold her. I would want to love her. It's just, and I'm like, really? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. You got the aggressive <laughs> Hey,
4: hey, Skanks, check our chat. Would you? God dang. It. Fuck. It's like trying to well, hurt Kat she, over here.
1: If she checks our chat, <laughs> everybody will see it.
4: Oh, no, I can yeah, do it on my there. phone. Hold up. Yeah, don't do that on stream. We yeah, let's not do
0: bullshit.
4: that again. I just need the or nay's. Hold on. Oh shit! I have to
2: reply back more. to to Vidar real quick.
4: No, we I... don't ignore his ass. Listen, oh, it has no. to
2: deal with 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 one of the passions that we share, which is cooking. Absolutely. Oh
1: Jesus! Yeah, Ricky's getting really into cooking at the moment. His new dopamine trail.
2: Yes, I say yes. Okay,
4: okay. I'm adding it now.
1: But yeah, it, it's um, I actually forgot what we were talking about.
4: Shit.
0: Uh, <laughs> um,
1: oh, yeah, Piranha. I um, ended up getting Piranha. Like, I think we already said this story before in another uh, sh- episode, but uh, I think it was last episode. where I got It was our first or... one. Oh, it was our first episode, yeah. I got Piranha a teething toy in the shape of Mjolnir because not only would she, like, sit there and bite on my knuckle all the time, she would also grab my meal there. That thing was covered in baby drool constantly. I was so happy I kept that thing so clean. Because I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, now, thing now, you.
2: She, now she can't get rid of it at all.
1: Nope. Yeah, no.
3: If it's missing from her box, she loses her mind. Where's my hammer? Where's my mew mew?
1: Where's my mew mew?
3: Yeah, no. And, like, it's a good thing you had that had your Mjolnir on a military chain, because that child would hang from it.
1: Oh, yeah. Pipper, my little piranha, would, like, take that chain and just, like, fucking yank that shit. I was so happy that was on a dog tag chain. So, so happy that was on a dog tag chain.
4: I could not. (laughs) My kid's, like, biting on the tips of my fingers. The tips. Mudikins, you rub your ass
2: on the dog's face. I am going to yank you and toss you down the hall.
4: Are you talking about the cat? Yes.
0: (laughs) Cats and
1: he. Okay. Okay. Just slut button it. Perfect. That's so (laughs) weird. Okay, like, here's a question. How did you guys get your kids to stop like, biting? Mine was getting a mule near for her. So there's that. (laughs) My other two, I bit them back.
2: I bit Colton back. And then flick them on the nose. Sometimes you have to treat your cho- your ooh, um, Sometimes you have to treat your toddlers like their dogs. And that's something. That's another thing that people don't want to talk about or admit. Sometimes you have to flick your child on the nose to keep them from biting shit.
1: So, like a thing is too is a lot of these parents also kind of got into their <sighs> mind that all type of discipline is abuse.
2: There's a difference between correcting a behavior and abuse. Listen, right. I lovingly
4: gives the shit out of my kids all the time.
3: I <clears throat> used to do to my son is I would flick him on the head, not hard, just enough to get his attention. And I called uh, it brain dusting.
0: Brain dusting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's so many things wrong with that.
4: Right. Mostly
1: in what you called it, but like (laughs) it worked I mean yeah but (laughs) see like I really didn't have too much problem with getting my kids to stop biting it was the passy stage and once again that was the hardest thing Pyramid had ever had me go through besides colicky was the passy stage is getting rid
4: of that fucking pacifier wait a minute I I want to talk about it so let's fucking talk about it So I work in a hospital. I work in a pre-procedure, post-procedure unit. I had a lady in her 60s that had a a blanket. And she had dropped it, so I picked it up for her. This woman looked at me, and she was like, you must think I'm so silly, a 60-year-old woman with a blanket. Ma'am, you have a comfort item. Right. Now, here's the thing. Because I get really fucking sick of some of these parents that want to take away their kids comfort items replace it i don't like here's the thing my youngest caleb he is obsessed with his blanket he brings that thing everywhere now he knows when he's eating dinner at the table he can't have it he's taking a bath he can't have. you know what i mean like he's getting to the point where he knows he can leave it he will never sleep without that that will never happen i am never ever ever as a parent (sighs) going to take that blanket away from him now, if he grows up and decides, I don't want it anymore, I will clean it. I will put it up on a shelf somewhere and I will right. keep it, for, you know, his kids. But I will never forcibly be like, you can't have this anymore and take that from him. The same with my oldest. They both have blankets that they love. Why are right. so many parents out here ripping away their kids' comfort items? Right. And
1: that's what a passe is, right? And it ends up becoming a comfort item. But the thing is, is like with passies, they could be very bad for a child's health, especially within teeth development. Mm -hmm. So, there's a healthy way of doing this versus just getting rid of it, right? Replace that comfort item. Right. It took me several months with Piper
3: to figure out what comfort item I could replace to get rid of the pacifier. Now, granted, luckily, my two oldest kids was not an issue. My oldest didn't want a pacifier from the get-go. She was born, tried giving her a pacifier, she didn't want it. Cool, whatever. My son betted it out at like six weeks old my daughter had hers up until i want to say she was like two almost it took a while to be able to find her a comfort item that could replace the passive. we
1: finally bella were able was to four. huh bella was four before i could get rid of it well yeah, like four, he still
4: this. he still uses pacifier every day and i'm at this point i'm still not ready to, for him to like do anything with it like okay as long as it's not fucking
1: with his teeth because that's the big thing right yeah is once it starts fucking with their teeth and your dentist because he's old enough to start going to a dentist Mm -hmm. Is well you're old enough once that first tooth comes in but if that dentist is like hey look this pacifier has got to go then i mean you got to do something quick you got to think quick there's a difference when they're sucking on it versus just putting it in between the yeah doing that
3: right this is stimming for me and I don't suck on it. I chew on it, and this thing is made out of some good material because it has yet to be destroyed. Well,
2: yeah. That's like what cold like My legging. Because you know you're you're a mom with a passy, you have a habit of losing them when you go out, right? Or even losing them in your have... house. I've lost them in my house. I don't want to talk about oh, how many I've lost. But
4: like. Those shits turn invisible and go through your floorboards, I fucking swear. There was one specific
2: one that Colton would not lose, like, kept this one entirely. But then, like, if I had to wash it, like, he would obviously be okay with using a different one. It got to the point to where he was losing them so much that I got tired of buying new ones to replace the ones that he lost. And I was like, listen, once all of these are gone, if you lose them, you're not getting another one. That's it. And like I ha- used to have this those teething necklaces, but I have. Um, and I told Colton I was like, if you lose your your last pacifier is your favorite one, and you lose that, the last thing you have is my teething necklace.
4: That's it. See, it's right. like in with Bradford because he's Caleb sucks his thumb. He's like I was. Bradford uses the pacifier. Bradford knows though that like, hey, unless it's chill time or you're going to bed, this stays like it. You don't. It's not in your mouth
1: thumb sucking is the hardest to stop. Yeah. Oh, I know. As a kid out that of, sucked
4: my thumb until I was 12, Hi, I know.
1: Yeah, out of it's every out a bad habit. Of comfort stem, pacifier, blanket, teddy, thumb, what the thumb is the fucking hardest to break. Yeah. And I have been blessed to not have a thumb sucker, thankfully. Because my brother used to suck on his hand. It's hard
2: like my brother used to suck right here on his hand between his index finger and his thumb knuckle. He would suck on that in his sleep to the point to where it was so raw. My mom had to put like ointment on it and then
4: would put hot sauce on it. So, so that he wouldn't. Oh, I was such an adamant thumb sucker when I was a kid. My mom went through like the nail polish stuff you use that like case gross, hot sauce. Like you name it. My mother tried it. And I just looked at her with defiance. I was like, (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's like some kiss I will break. Like Freya, I can already tell you Freya is going to be a difficult one because she, she, I have like five passies in this house. Mm-hmm. And there's only two that she likes, and they're of the same brand, they're the same style, the same nip, everything. If there I, there they that are. Style, that pacifier she will throw a fucking I have a $12 pacifier that she liked for maybe a couple of months when she was a newborn
0: bitch Woo!
2: your hair looks fucking fire by the way for those listening we I, have literally... we have a special guest this is dragons and they are the shit
4: this is dragons now they're not a tired mom but they put up with us therefore they're an honorary right. tired mom I'm eating
2: children's food they, are... Are... <laughs> they are the drug auntie
4: Yes, yeah, they're the aunt. So we need to
1: change our title now to the four. They even have awesome a cool the cup.
4: They even <laughs> have a cool cup. Ooh, that is a very cool
1: cup. Oh no, so big surprise
4: have... what
5: its handle is. Nice a dragon. <gasps> Shocking. Shocking.
2: <Gosh. laughs> All right, it's now changed to two plagued mamas, two healthy mamas, and a drunk auntie.
1: <laughs> Period. can do it. But yeah, like, Freya has only a certain type of nip of pacifier she likes. And God forbid you ever fucking give her any other one. She knows what she likes. And if Another. you don't give it to her, she's going to tell you what fucking for. Tell,
2: tell me she's, she's a Virgo. not her daddy without telling me she's not her daddy. She's a fucking Virgo.
1: What do you <laughs> want?
4: <laughs> Wait, Bradford will only do the the Nam pacifiers? Yeah. Doesn't matter what color or anything like that. They have to be the Nam brand, though.
1: It's because of the nipple shape.
4: Yeah. To be honest, though, because like, I asked the pediatrician, I was, we had a whole conversation about those specific pacifiers,
0: mm-hmm. and
4: he even said, he was like, you know what, those pacifiers are the, some of the best I've seen so far. He's like, let him have it. He's like, so far, he's fine, so just let him have it.
1: Right. And, then, like, it only becomes problematic is if they need it during school, because you don't want them distracted. hmm But... Once again, you just got to start implementing other comfort items. And then sooner or later, either he's going to keep it or he's not. Yeah. Like, fuck. What are you going to do?
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a kid that, like, all day long, he'll rough house, he'll, like, play all day. And he only wants his blanket and his pacifier when it's chill time, meaning he's playing Minecraft or watching his tablet or it's, it's bedtime. Because it's yeah. when comfort items come in hand. Yeah. It's when you're ready to relax and be
0: comforted.
4: Now don't get me wrong. Caleb is the opposite. When he's playing cards on the ground, that blanket has to be within grab reach. If it's not within grab reach, he goes and gets it and puts it in grab reach.
1: Isn't he the younger one though? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because he's the young one, so that's typical young behavior at his I mean behavior. he's three. Yeah, that's young behavior. <laughs> I don't expect him to sit there and be where, you know, his brother is at the moment, because that might change within a year or two. It might change yeah. tomorrow. But,
0: right I'm right gonna
4: back. go I'll be right back. You look like you're gonna pass out. Damn. <laughs> a wee bit. Damn. I don't know. Like you got the, she got the plague. She got that movie mm. thing. I had, plague. Plague.
5: I had the plague. Like- I had the plague as well. But like, yeah. Merry Christmas! Yeah, here's the plague.
4: I avoided the plague like a damn champion. Ex-husband went down hard, and I'm over here like, ha ha, that's good. That's so hilarious!
5: You working at the hospital managed to avoid the plague.
4: I work at the hospital, and my ex-husband got bulldozed by this plague, and mm-hmm. I'm just over here like, Ha-ha, I'm safe. And then there's me and
2: Wolf right. sitting over here like, yeah, we we've, we've avoided it so far.
3: Yeah, uh, yesterday I asked them, I was like, hey, can I come over and get the mics? And they're like, uh, we'll put them outside. We don't want the COVID. And I was like, that's what I was going to suggest.
2: And you want to
3: know what they have in it?
2: <laughs> This is great. Oh, I also have a video of her coming and picking it up. <laughs> I put that's, it in a Taco, Taco Bell, Bell,
0: Bell,
2: Bell box. Uh, I come home, I
3: have McDonald's in one hand, And a taco bell box in the other and my partner loves me he goes did you really stop at taco bell as well and i was like no 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 i stopped at zach and kate's and he was like they gave you taco bell i was like no microphones and he goes microphones
4: (laughs) also also, i know my partner loves me he bought me coffee and food that's an emotion
0: Yeah, well, you have a
2: video of me. Yeah, I sat in the window like recording.
3: It. So, no, I saw Colton and I saw the black void of a dog. <laughs> I didn't see you. That's
2: because I was in the office window. <laughs> like I lit no low shit. I had my phone like this in the corner recording you coming and picking it up. I hope you'll post it later. I will. Right,
4: you do show us.
2: <laughs> like Eve, it came. Like I didn't catch it, but like <laughs> um, Eve came and she stopped like right in front of the recycling bin and like went like this, and then went. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. 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 wow.
4: Were you guys right. able to like, hear it? I mean, I'm—I don't have sound on because so I don't want to hear myself because that'll yeah, mess me I, up.
2: I, I didn't hear it through OBS, but mm-hmm. it did pop up. Wow!
3: The viewers Come that are watching, did any of did the
4: sound? Wow! Alert! Wow. Play on your wow. end. If not, I will just keep doing it. Wow! <laughs> Wow.
1: I mean,
2: if we're gonna do that, then I'm just gonna start uh, picking random freaking sound bits.
0: Uh,
2: that one worked.
5: We're all just over here sounding like fucking Owen Wilson. Wow,
0: wow,
2: The cult of Owen Wilson.
0: Welcome oh gods! To-
4: <laughs> Welcome
2: to our chat. Well, the please God no one worked. Oh, we I got a Karen see. at my work today. Ooh, so, tell us okay, okay.
5: Yes, give us the tea. This this actually relates to, you know, the moms, because I'm Karen. surprised that this... No, I'm surprised that this Karen didn't get her ass whooped by a mom who I believe, Jeannie, is shorter than you.
4: Get into it. I'm 4'11". Get into it, man.
0: <laughs>
5: Alexis it is tea. tiny. This, this actually relates to... Like, that's what I sound like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay, so, for starters, right, so we had this lady come in, it was a whole Karen, like, whoever was doing her hair before, to preface, for those that, you know, are here watching, I am a hairstylist. So I'm at work, and I'm doing my client's hair, but there's this lady who's in my boss's chair, total fucking Karen, right, (laughs) So, you know, he's doing what he can. Like, she's got 18 different colors, the blonde in her hair. It's a fucking mess. Hot mess. Not good, right? Uh, so my boss's two-year-old is there and his mom. So little one has, like, a cute little comb-over cut. But the way that the back of his hair goes is if there's no styling product in it, it sticks straight up like a chicken wing. Oh, yeah. It is the most adorable thing in the world because he's two. And, like, if you go, if you were, like, hey, Christopher, how old are you? He goes two. I love that. Nice. I'm telling my boss that when he turns three, we need to teach him three. Okay. So, and Christopher's adorable. Like, he says hi to everybody. He really loves Toy Story. He was all, he's got Slinky on his shirt, so he's really like, Slinky. And then his Buzz Lightyear jacket, right? And then this Karen has the audacity Ooh. to look at this cute little boy's mother. And go, you should be ashamed of yourself for having his hair look like that when this is his profession.
4: What? Ooh, ooh, ooh all the moms, all the moms visibly got fucking I'm, angry.
2: I'm sorry, what? I am mm-hmm. so glad, Sam, that I am not like close to you because if you to text me or call me and said, hey, this happened, I'd have been there in a heartbeat. Right. No, my other coworker Heidi was on it. She's
5: like, Well, I like it. I think it's cute. Before Ma'am? little Christopher before little Christopher's mom could hop up off the couch, walk over to the bowl and fucking slam her face into it or something, because she was
3: not. Ma'am, you we... should be ashamed of yourself by not minding your own motherfucking business, bitch. That's
5: yes, okay. So what if he has a little chicken wing in his hair? He's too. It's cute and it matches his personality perfectly. But to say to this little boy, this little two-year-old's mom, you should be ashamed of yourself that his hair looks like that when this is his profession.
1: First the fuck off, bitch? Did you push out this fucking kid? No. Exactly. Exactly. And it's yep. like, oh, I'm sorry.
5: Who was the one that came into the shop today saying, oh, my lady can do this in an hour and a half with like 18 different kinds of blonde in your hair some serious bandings that nobody decided to mess with, you know, or fix?
4: Yo, I get reminded. I'm sorry, who's the one that needs to be ashamed of what now? I get reminded way too fucking often that I live in Michigan. But I got that Boston fucking anger that just, you'll never get that out of me. It's like when people piss me off here, they expect me to be like, Michigan nice. And I'm like, no, I'm Boston pissed the fuck off. Like, stop talking to Anybody me. Anybody ever like,
1: notice? I got shit to do, and you ain't one of them. Listen, okay? Get the kay? fuck out of my so way. While, while we're talking on
2: preferences of where we are from and tones, right? When Jeannie gets mad, she pops off, right? That Boston tone comes out just a little bit. Not a lot, Last just afternoon. enough, though. Then you have Vix down here. Her ghetto comes out. <laughs> Bitch, I was born in Connecticut.
0: No
2: You have Lucy down here who gets mad, and it's just, her tone's all over the place. Like, you cannot pinpoint exactly where this bitch is from because, like, her mom was Air Force, and she's an Air Force brat and moved around a lot of places, okay? You have me who grew up in the South... And everybody gets a kick out of it. And then they're like, ooh, Callie's pissed. Because my Southern mixed with a little bit of Pittsburghese because I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pitts, not picks, by the way. P-I-T-T-S, not P-I-X. Don't get that confused. (laughs) And everybody laughs because those two mix
1: and it comes out. See, for me, it's like... You know when I'm pissed because I start fucking, like, clapping at my syllables.
3: <laughs> me? You don't know what you're going to get, which is scary.
5: My <laughs> facial expressions stop changing.
3: I could be, like, cool, calm, and collected, and just be calm. Or then I could just pull out some ghetto-ass shit and go the fuck off.
2: Yeah, and what then Sam do? over here just gets quiet, and their face just says it all.
1: I will start talking a million miles per hour. I will start clapping with my fucking syllables, and let me fucking tell you, I don't give a fuck how tall you think you are, motherfucker. I will put you down eye level to me because we're gonna have a conversation.
4: See, here's the thing, though. I get the You're scary end, Boston. I get the scary end of Boston, where either I start dropping my Rs hard, and I'm coming at you fucking loud and fucking proud, or, or I just get real quiet. And I just start to walk away. And if you stop me in that moment, <laughs> it's over. I'm turning around, swinging, and you don't know what's going to happen no. after that. So no,
5: the no, no. You start
3: no. getting my southern drawl that I have a little bit naturally, but I get pissed and it comes out thick as fuck. Vicks I have has seen it once or twice.
1: If she sees it. Any, anybody that's been around me for a long time sees anytime I talk to my grandmother, I cannot kick that. <laughs> I cannot kick it. it. It will not go away for like a day. So,
3: also, because Mimi gets you on the phone for like four or five hours.
4: Accurate. So, to preface how I'm again Boston living in Michigan, I took my kids to the park. Some of you know this story. I took my kids to the park. And this group of boys that like had a, but they were like older than mine. There was like a five year old, seven year old, and ten year old, like whatever. All older boys. This one ringleader douchebag. There it is. There it is. So it grabs grabs the stick, <laughs> stick, looks at his brothers, tells them all to pick up sticks, and they're like smacking them on the ground, walking towards my kid. As loud as I can. Hi, I might be a little person, but like a lot of sound comes out of my body. If you've ever heard me burp, you know that's true. Yum. I'm, from across the park, I'm looking at this kid, <laughs> I just, as loud as I fucking could, just went, kid, you hit my kid with a fucking stick, and I swear to fucking God, I'm gonna jam that shit so far up your fucking ass, it's gonna come out your throat. <laughs> this mom, this mom, who's not even paying attention to her kids, hears me, looks at me, and goes, <laughs> and tells her daughter, because she won't come up to me, she fucking refuses, tells her daughter to go and collect all three of her boys. And I was just like, hmm. Yeah. Did you expect nice? Your kid that was just assaulting my kid. The fuck do you mean?
0: Small,
5: but mighty. It's always the smaller ones you have to be afraid of. They're closer to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because why we children, home. That's why children are evil. Right.
3: Children are just little fucking drunks. I
2: mean. sitting there contemplating. What? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. My son. Yep. After I had had Piper and had a hard time losing weight, this was like six or seven months after I had her, he comes up and he pats my belly and goes, there's another baby in your belly, mommy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just fat. So Sylvia has done that to me. But what really... So when I was pregnant... With Pyramid Head. I was 16, so I was still living with my mother and my siblings. Well, sibling. No siblings. And I had looked at MJ, and I was like, You know what's really funny? Is that there's another human being growing inside of me. (laughs) And for some reason, now that's just a fact, but for some reason, that creeped them the (laughs) fuck out. And I'm talking for a while creep them the fuck out. Can we help you? Okay. Samuel, what are oh, you doing? I found, I thought the cat had no tail for a moment. <laughs> I, it I,
5: I thought he was humping the chair.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so mad. I would have thrown a cat so fast. I thought what that he doing? was just... Oh. <laughs> what is your cat doing? It's, okay, I, have a, I have a pillow, you can't see it. I have a pillow behind me because back problems. This cat has just said, fuck you, fuck your pillow, and I'm laying on this shit. Get fucked. Hey, man. Cat. And all them problems. That's why you get all of the fucking cute things. This is the trash cat my husband brought it, or I'm sorry, my ex-husband brought inside. And that, hi, you divorced me, can you take your cat? <laughs> <laughs> the, the asshole cat it. that likes to
2: attack you while your back's turned to him all the time?
4: Like, you leave your
2: fucking
1: bed, you leave your fucking cats. Can we, like, you're not coming back here, just
4: take your shit. Right, okay, so for reference, my ex-husband moved in with somebody. We're gonna leave that there for now. But this man, this dude left all his shit here. All of it. (laughs) I heard an F word come at that kid. I don't know what's (laughs) going on in there, but, like...
3: (laughs) You didn't hear nothing, just ignore it.
0: Right.
4: <laughs> this kid, this kid at seven o'clock this morning. This is what I woke up to, by the way, was my kid who was already playing Minecraft, screaming throughout my house, "Fucking creeper!" I'm like, "Listen, get into it, mood. I agree. Um, right now, you're the fucking creeper. So if you could shut up, that'd be great." My son,
3: when he was like two and a half, three years old, right back. was still slightly nonverbal at the time. He's getting super mad with his truck and he's just, he had this, like, dump truck because my uh, boyfriend at the time's dad was a garbage man, garbage truck man. This boy idolized him. Mm. So, for Christmas, Boo got him a garbage truck like what he drives. And he didn't care about any of the other toys I got him. This garbage truck was the most amazing thing he's ever gotten. And he's sitting there and he's like, oh! I getting mad and smacking it and I was like, hey bubs, let's use our words and he goes,
1: fucking hey, piece of shit I um, he's <laughs> a little bit angry it's like I understand I
3: said use your words but let's use some nice words and he goes piece of junk piece of junk the I wouldn't even be completely mad at him because he he used his words and I mean, he used them in the
1: right context. Like Pyramid Head is old enough where I'm like, you know, it's okay to curse around me, whatever. And don't I'm do it around your, your mimi. Please don't do it around your grandmother, because the thing is, is you're not gonna get your ass kicked, even though you're the one that said, <laughs> "I'm gonna get my ass kicked." <laughs> <gonna get> <laughs> sure enough, the little shit curses around Mimi, and I'm like, "Oh boy, oh, rip." <laughs> I'm done. Sure enough, I literally I could almost hear the old gears, excuse me, in my grandmother's neck just turn and face me, and I'm like what I miss? When I had to cuss around and mom, me. Um, Mimi. Oh! And I just like, I could hear the gears in that woman's old ass neck just turn That's okay. And look at me.
2: I, I have one I'm of like, those stories.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> not Not me. Not me. Well, I have two stories. But still not me. So the first one is my brother. Okay. My mom used to have really bad road rage. And I mean really bad. She made me look like a saint with how much I swear. And, uh, my mom and my former stepdad went out. I had stayed home where I was over at a friend's house or whatever. So my grandparents had my brother and my grandmother used to work in a flower shop and she wasn't working that day, so they were driving around the area where her work is. And she honked the horn and waved hi to somebody that she knew that was walking past. And she said, all she heard was, you motherfucker! <laughs> Come from the back seat. It was oh, my no. brother. <laughs> so oh, no. my mom and my former stepdad go to pick him up from my grandparents' house. And my grandmother's standing at the door waiting for my parents to walk in and just smacks my mom upside the back of the head. <laughs> my mom's like, "What the hell is this for?" And she's like, so she explained the story. She goes, "I know she didn't get it from him," pointing to my former stepdad because he doesn't swear. "I know it came from your mouth." And I was, my mom was like, "Oh." So then fast forward to when Colton learned how to started learning how to talk. My grandmother's favorite phrase was, "Oh shit." So like, oh shit! Like that's really like that's exciting. Or oh shit! I forgot something. Oh shit! I dropped food on the fucking floor. Oh shit! There's this kind of thing. That was her fuck. So, (laughs) Colton, I pick Colton up from my grandparents and I go home, and Colton's in his room and he's playing, and all of a sudden I hear this big crash. Well, apparently he was trying to like put his toys away or something, and they all fell over, and all I hear is, oh shit! I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, he just kind of like looked at me and was like, nothing. I'm like, no, no, no. What did you say? You're not in trouble. But did you say, oh, shit? He went, no. Oh, shit. Moss or er, Gammar says it all the time. So you bet your ass the next morning when I had to go to work and drop him off with my grandparents. I looked at my grandmother and was like. So, remember how you smacked Mom upside the back of the head for Corey saying, motherfucker? Guess what? I'm gonna smack you upside the back of your head because Colton's now walking around the apartment going, oh, shit. And then you wanna know what she did?
1: Oh, shit, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, my grandmother's exactly the same, Mimi. She'll sit there and be like, you can't be cursing, you can't be cursing. And then she turns around and curses, and I'm like, the fuck (laughs) (laughs) okay i have a funny
5: story that i think you guys will really enjoy about one of my cousins um so we're all um quite the batch so my uncle he's just downstairs it's quiet first red flag and he's like "Mm." and then all of a sudden from upstairs he hears fire in the hole man has <laughs> never moved faster in his entire life. Oh, no. Little Sean was doing some science experiments or something, but, you know, <laughs> shouting fire in the hole. <laughs> and my uncle had to go up some stairs and just... <laughs> like,
1: tell me you have emotional damage without telling me you have emotional
0: damage. Yeah. <laughs> I That's work. the
5: part where, like, I almost perfectly recite a TikTok audio because <laughs> I can do that really well. <laughs> Emotional
1: damage.
5: Emotional damage. Okay. <laughs> you can do that <not> very well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I
0: can. Wolf's <laughs> well, back here, like, why? <laughs> bouncing up Now I'm gonna We're do down, it more.
2: Now I'm gonna do it more.
0: That's <laughs> because
5: oh, <I laughs> that. he said something, and I happened to hear. it. He's
2: like, once one says it, then they all say it.
3: Oh my god! Oh, my. So my daughter decided to learn from her donor. A few choice words because he liked to play his video games all hours of the fucking night and would scream and yell at them like, you know, most men. Well, not just most men, most raging gamers. Have you ever heard me game?
5: (laughs) Have you ever heard me play Diablo?
3: Right. That's why I changed it to, you know, most rage gamers. Hi. (laughs) Horribly. How dare you call this out like this? I'm calling myself out. Why do you think I don't play first person shooter games with you guys? I've broken of equipment until I started realizing, oh shit, I have to pay for my own stuff now. I should just avoid
1: playing these games.
5: I'm <laughs> I over no here like, how much does course? Call of Duty cost so I can play fucking prop
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to play prop hunt so bad, but I just, I always want to be the prop. I don't want to be anything else. Unfortunately,
2: you have to do both. <laughs>
1: I'm the map, I'm, I'm the map, I'm the map, pray. I'm the map. <laughs> pray and pray. I'm gonna hit something something. Pray and pray. One but of these
4: things. Things. I am, in fact, peeing while I think this, so... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tell me your mom without telling me. But anyway, she was... So the first round was she was going around, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I was like, alright, that's not horrible. And then it was, motherfucker, motherfucker... And I'm like, mm, okay.
2: If we ever have I a can't. child, I full on expect that being the first fucking swear word that comes out of their mouth. Is, a you, a is you going, god damn son of a bitch.
3: God damn, it was another one. And so I tell her, you know, stop being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> she's an asshole. asshole. One time, she's a grandmother's. And all of a sudden, I get a text from her grandmother saying, "Guess what your daughter called me tonight." <laughs> I'm Oh no! She goes, "Yeah, she called me an asshole." <laughs> she told me, "Stop being an asshole."
4: Hey Lucy, I wonder like, how I know. I how I know we're different people because I laughed hilariously when my, my 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 mom quote unquote was like, "Your son just called me an asshole." And I was like, "Yeah, damn straight. He's learning fast, Amy." <laughs> I will
3: take full responsibility for that because I tell her to stop being an asshole like I picked her up from her grandmother's one day and she was being an asshole so I got down on her level and I was like if you don't stop being a fucking asshole I'm going to take you outside and point you over the back fence and they're just all like oh so my
1: second child is named Richard which their nickname happens to be Dick so anytime he's just being a complete asshole, I like, stop being a dick, dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, he can't be mad because he starts laughing because I start laughing because it's funny. But like, he, that little boy who is so sweet
4: and loving can really just be a fucking dick sometimes. <laughs> One of want to know my dad's crowding achievement? Crowding achievement. There I am as a brand new mom. And he looks at me and he goes, "What did you name your kid again? Just just first his middle name I was like Bradford John. He just looks at him and goes, BJ, you need to kid BJ. <laughs> That's my dad's crowning achievement.
1: <laughs> and he was then proud. <laughs> so the um dragons, after I say
3: this, this is your cue to uh pull the emotional damage. I am going to emotionally scar that little boy that Vix was just talking about. Because so my daughter has wonky eyes. Well, when she was like what six, seven
1: months old, he dropped her on her head. <laughs> he was sitting down and like I don't know what happened, but he ended up dropping her. Not from a high
5: emotional level. damage.
1: <laughs> Although that's I more the
5: physical. Hearts. I
3: was
5: like, you see her eyes. You did that when you dropped
3: her on her head. <laughs>
1: emotional damage damn like we've already pulled it once and he really didn't believe us so we're gonna wait so when he sees
3: her in person and he sees her eyes be like you did that when you dropped her on
2: her head now she has to wear glasses because of you.
1: No, so, like, what I'm really worried about his comeback being, like, well, the good thing is I help because now she can see in two different directions instead of just one.
2: Yeah, but then, 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 then's going to come the comet just like my mom.
1: <laughs> right, because, you know, my dumb ass can fucking go, like, here and here. But, it, you know, it's beneficial for me. I can see your face. And I can see your tits.
4: I'm fucking happy. You know, my Greek ass really wishes I had a daughter because I would convince this little girl. You can't go outside. It's windy. Uh, you'll get pregnant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really do
4: I really- Watermelon, Watermelon seeds. <laughs> like, listen, the wind is Zeus. everything's Zeus. You're gonna get pregnant. Don't go outside.
1: <laughs> Watermelon seeds will make you pregnant. Don't eat those.
3: Right. Like, speaking of convincing children and emotional damage, so my nephew Kendall, who is almost eighteen, <laughs> he when he was younger, he had a very bad habit of um, holding himself because.
0: I just my story. water <laughs>
3: <laughs> because some little asshole kid from Baycare told him that if you don't make sure you hold on to it, the wiener snatcher is going to steal your wiener.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm fucking my kids up. I'm telling them. That. Oh, I'm fucking my kids up. Five ways on there. Thank you so much. <laughs>
3: because this little boy even in public was just like strong arm gripping himself like would grab the bottom of his pants hike him up and hold no matter where we were we got the weirdest looks because it looked like this boy was like trying to itch itch from hell so uh-huh. finally I told him I asked him I was like why are you doing that and he told me I was like you want to know how me and mommy became girls <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'll
4: never forget I came into Bradford's room one time and he's got his hands shoved into his pull up, and I'm just like, what are you He's got one arm behind his fucking head, one hand shoved into his pull up. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I want to be like daddy. And I just <laughs> like, oh, no, <laughs> like you know what? I'm done. I'm walking out this room. Like, Husband at the time, come get your kid. I can't
2: do this shit. They're so fucking. That's alright. So Colton
3: started. I, Col- I told him. I was like, hold on, let me just finish
2: it real quick. No, bitch, it's my turn to talk.
3: Even finished it. I told him, I was like, How me and mommy became girls was because we suffocated our wieners by holding them too much and they fell off. That boy, hands up, off, (laughs) fired because he wouldn't even hold his wiener when he went to go pee.
2: See, I started telling Colton that because he started like grabbing him, (laughs) like, started itching it a lot or grabbing it. He's like, Mom, I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, Boy, what are you doing? I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, so then pull down your pants, you're the crotch of your pants, and you know, do a little shimmy, and you're good. You keep touching it, it's going to fall off eventually because you keep playing with it too much. (laughs) Colton looked at me. I did that to him at Walmart the one day. (laughs) And he looked at me, he was like, I'm going to go home and ask Daddy Zach about this one. (laughs)
1: I remember how
2: fast did you text him? I did it. I waited because I was waiting to see if Colton was actually gonna do it. Colton forgot.
1: I remember when Ricky was in that awkward stage of life. And um he had found one of my toys because he decided to unlock my
4: bedroom door. I told him it fell off. It's (laughs) not a kin's! Side note: How
1: do you know your mom? You have your kid snacks, you know. Yeah. All you eat is kid snacks. All right, I'm gonna sign off, guys. I hope you guys have a better, you know, great whatever podcast, whatever the fuck oh, you guys is like, are doing right now. Yes. I have the COVID <laughs> and I don't like you know talking anymore because it hurts. So, love you. Good L. night. Love I will you. look forward to editing this. <laughs> Hell of a fucking emotional damage. I swear to God, <laughs> these bitches give me emotional damage all the time because I'll be sitting here editing, and they will be like strands of silence.
2: Bitch, you ain't even They're... any better.
1: We've seen it.
2: We've oh, seen no, the... I know
1: I'm like part of the problem. But we'll be sitting here talking, and then just is it and me? And then we'll continue talking. Am I the oh, problem?
5: Wait, <laughs> So put the Jeopardy theme in there. I'm <laughs>
1: talking about
3: to, <laughs> At
2: least talking so talking to, an
3: Easier way.
2: You need to, to put clip in. Out. You need to put in the the, the old Microsoft sound. <laughs> do, 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 do,
1: boom. Please stand by. Loading. That's, <laughs> that's me when autism hit. I'm fucking telling you. Like, I will sit here and edit this, and I'm talking hours. Mind you, I found an easier way to edit. These <laughs> Finally, these, but. Hours I'll be sitting here editing, and most of the time I'm just clipping out silence. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm clipping out is fucking silence. (laughs) I was like, Jesus Christ, for some fucking cackety ass hens, we really do know how to put pauses places. Listen, this is only
2: episode three, we'll get better eventually.
0: We really
2: gotta keep lying to people.
1: We really gotta keep lying. <laughs> well, anyway. it also
2: doesn't help that, you know, our brains work faster than our mouths do. So then we just sit there, we're like, uh... uh. Right,
1: excuse me, loading. <laughs> oh, wait, here I am. Woo! I, <laughs> I can't... All right, look, I'm going.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: I look forward to doing this. Not really. Anyway. Oh, definitely.
3: <laughs> uh, Man. Like, I remember when my son... Bless his heart. Oh. Got old enough and realized certain things tend to stand up.
0: Oh.
3: Oh no. He was in the bathtub and it did it. And I'm I don't remember what I was doing. I had stepped away for a minute and all of a sudden I just hear the waters just start splashing vigorously. <laughs>
0: And he goes, saying, It won't go away! It won't go away!
3: <laughs> and I go in there and I was like, What's wrong? And he's like, My penis won't stop looking at me!
0: <laughs> and he sat there and
3: he'd smack it!
0: Oh God! I want my please stop! Please stop! Oh God, kids, please stop!
3: And he goes, What's wrong? And I was like, And so I had to explain to him the natural reaction of the body, and he goes make it stop. (laughs) And I was like, baby, there's no way I can make it stop. I
0: love my kids
3: but boys being a boy mom takes a special breed. It does.
4: So Bradford, he was peeing one time, so he's standing on his little like Stepped to his like potty seat, standing and he's peeing into the toilet bowl. Cool. I walk by and I'm like, "What's she doing, bud?" The shower's like this. He's <laughs> into the toilet and he goes, looks at me and goes, "I've got a big penis." <laughs> <laughs> right back to your day. and I'm like, "Oh, honey, little do you know you're a shower, not a gorilla <laughs> bitch. We don't fuck you up later." Wait.
2: So I got one for you. So when Colton was three or four. Yeah, it was a bit, it was around 3 or 4. We for those of you who don't know in the stream, I come from a first responder family. I used to be one. My ex was my ex was one, my former stepdad's one, like literally everybody in my family first responders, mainly firefighters, but we do have some police and EMTs and <clears throat> nurses. And uh, so we were at the fire hall, and they had all just came back from a call, or, it, or he did this a couple of times. He was either he, they came back from a call, or they had just finished their monthly meeting or whatever, and standing outside. And we used to tell Colton give high five. So instead of like, so people would like put their hand up and be like high five, Colton high five. He wouldn't smack their hand. He would fall on open palm every dude right in their junk because he was, like, at perfect level to do so. <laughs> so, like, anytime, like, my brother would piss me off, I'd be like, Colton, give your uncle a high five. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: so then, like, this little shit would, like, run up to my brother and, like, go to smack him. And all you hear is my brother go, ah, and, like, turn around and wa- run. <laughs> Oh that's great. you turned your child into a weapon <laughs> well, oh. well then like it gets better because Colton would chase after my brother and be like Uncle Cory let me give you a high five
5: I just hear Cory being like
2: no yeah. uh, that's like that, old,
5: that is like that old uh, I think it's like a vine or whatever what are you holding a knife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right
2: <laughs> oh, it was great like oh, i wish he no, would have no, kept doing no. it for a little bit longer but no and eventually we got him. we eventually got him to stop doing it but it was funny for like a good three months
3: that's amazing
0: <laughs>
5: you eating crayons over there callie
2: no i don't have oh wait, yes i do you got blue ones? Oh, I put them away. Yes, I do have blue ones, but they're all they're I was away. Say we all know that blue is the best flavor. It is the exactly. best flavor,
5: but never eat Play-Doh because it tastes like Poseidon's salty
2: asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't I don't know if you heard Wolf or not, but he just said, "How would you know what Poseidon salty asshole tastes like?"
5: Does we say thing. that
2: I'm the drunk? <laughs> Um, for those of you who don't know, I tried going into the Marine Corps right out of high school. Keyword, try. I didn't make it through boot camp. Yes, I did a little bit more than some people. Not my proudest moment, but I'm glad that I did it. There's a running joke in the Marine Corps that they're <laughs> crayon eaters. Vix, <laughs> this one time at Pink camp. But... I've actually been to band camps, so <laughs> But um every Marine has their preference of color or flavor. Mine just happens to be blue because that's my favorite color.
3: Mine was green till I couldn't see it anymore.
4: I, um, unless it's neon.
3: That <laughs> no, that's true, unless it's neon green.
4: My stepdad is purple, and he's always specified it has to be Crayola, none of that knockoff shit. Right. Yep. That crayon. Uh,
3: that that crayon. <laughs> that generic-ass knockoff brand.
2: Yeah, no, right. it has to be Crayola. Can't be anything less.
4: Nope. Never, although, <laughs> never, ever, ever fuck with a Marine's crayons. Just although, fucking...
2: although, there is a lady on TikTok who has made edible crayons. I can't find her, but when I do, you bet your ass I am buying some of these shit and eating the fuckers on stream. Oh,
3: no. Tried going into the Marines, but they looked at me and they're like, bitch, you're too broken. Get the fuck out of here.
2: (laughs) See, that... So I went to the... I tried going to the Army. And my recruiter had harassed me and my mom so much that he waited until she got home one day Um after she had just gotten off of work, called, and then was at my house not even five seconds later. So I was like, "Mm, yep, nope, not going to the Army. Plus, two of my cousins who were in the Army told me not to do it. So I was like, okay, wanted to go into the Air Force then because I wanted to do intelligence and be a translator and started learning Japanese. Japanese. You shut up with this Japanese crap. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) I hate you. I love you, but I hate Japanese
3: bye. going, by way,
2: Huh? How's your Japanese going, by the way? Uh, uh, actually,
0: <laughs> fuck off,
2: asshole! It's actually going really well, because I have not been using my flashcards lately. So uh, you're not practicing.
0: <laughs> you know
2: what? I'll flash you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any hootie. Um, where was Oh, no so I went, I went to go to the Air Force, because I wanted to do intel and be a translator. My Air Force recruiter, because he was the only one in our sector, was like, "Mm, no, mentally the challenge is there for you, but you're more of a physical challenge and you need that. Go to the Marines (laughs) with your fiance. I was like, okay, I mean, I can do that. When I tell you that I used to be used as a makeshift drill instructor on Paris Island, while I was still a pulley, it's no joke. Like, it was so much so my mom was like, does she have to go to boot camp? Can't she just go straight to being a drill instructor? <laughs> she didn't say drill instructor, though. She did insult it by saying DI, which you never say to a drill instructor for the Marine Corps. That That is a high insult. <laughs>
3: you're, you're asking to get smoked.
2: And, uh, yeah, my recruiter looked at her and was like, one, she has to go through basic boot camp, and then she has to have a couple of years in and one tour under her belt before she can become a drill instructor, which she has to go through boot camp again for. Yeah, but I made a kid who was a linebacker for a rival football team and was like six four decide he didn't want to go to the Marines anymore and went to the Army.
3: Cricket, cricket. (laughs) There you go, Vix. I put some, uh, some uh, sound in there for you, so you don't
2: have to cut that out. Right. (laughs) Right. Cricket, cricket. (laughs) I mean, that was definitely an emotional damage kind of one.
5: Emotional damage.
1: Thank you, dragons. We love you. You're
4: welcome.
3: I'm just going to (laughs) start pulling dragons into my streams as well. Just be like, you're my emotional damage soundboard.
4: All I know is, all I know is, all three of my Marine Corps recruiters got NJP'd. That's all I know. All three of them. All in the same year. Damn. Get get into it. (coughs)
3: Oops.
4: (laughs) Oopsie. Weird, you know. We took your, we took your female police up to, up to fucking Meps and It's fucking weird how most of their fucking numbers don't add up. Mm. Oh. Oh. What? What? How did one of the, how did one of the female police get pregnant? Oh, oh, we don't know. Oh God, I fucking know nothing. I see nothing. I see no evil you No evil, bitch.
0: I'm staying the fuck out of this one. I do
1: <laughs> Listen, okay?
2: <clears throat> so I know I had said in, a, in our first episode that I used to lift weights. Um. When I went into the Marines and went down to MAPS to get um, my paperwork and everything done <laughs> and do all that happy stuff, um... I had to go back because I had to get a waiver because instead of me being 10% below the minimum weight, I was 15. So then I had to sit there at home for six months, six fucking months. I had to sit home and I literally did nothing for six months and sat on my ass, drank milkshakes and junk food.
4: Milkshakes. Okay. <laughs> my entire two and a half car, car ride. Up to maps. My fucking recruiters made me eat three Big Macs and drink two jugs of fucking water. I had to pee so fucking mad the assholes would just not let me. They're nope. like, no, we need the wait. We need to make the wait. No peeing. You need no. to wait so you can pee in the cup. Right. I was like, th- there ain't gonna be no cup, because I have to go. That cup is going down the drain with everything else.
3: You're going to try peeing in that cup, and it's just going to be a, like, a dam releasing, and you're going to miss the cup entirely. <laughs>
4: just... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hit me wait two and a half hours, you sluts. I gotta go so bad. Fuck you. It's going to be like that
2: one video that was going around TikTok of the dam that was, like, all the mud came out, and then she... <laughs> yeah, very much that. What... <laughs>
4: Hi. Okay. So I'm waking so... up
3: in the morning with a boner, trying to pee a straight stream.
4: I will. Never I don't forget.
3: have
2: that attachment, so I wouldn't know. Right. Attachment did not. You had a sheepy.
4: <laughs> I will Those never do not work. I will never forget. God bless my ex-husband for this one. I was so pregnant, and my doctor was like, "You need to pee into this cup." And it's just full of belly You want me to be able to pee? into this man had to hold the cup for me because so I was like, I can't I can't maneuver around the belly. <laughs> <laughs> this poor man was like, I got you. Don't ask pregnant women to pee in cups, man. This shit ain't fair. Give us a nurse's hat or some shit. That's not fair. To be right. Honest.
2: See, when I... I got to that point, <laughs> I was able to do it the first couple of times whenever I was eight and a half months pregnant and then right the week before I was, I had Colton, I couldn't do it because I was in so much pain from the Braxton Hicks contractions.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And my ex didn't go with me. So, like, I was like, I, I can't pee in the cup. <laughs> like, unless you want me to somehow manage to squat either over the cup while it's sitting on the floor or somehow manage to do it in the sink, someone has to help me. All the other nurses were busy, like, helping other patients. So the lady at the front desk was like, if you promise not to pee on my hand, I'll help you. I was like, well, if you can promise me that you'll put it in the right spot, there won't be a problem. Right,
0: getting through it.
2: We
3: will never forget when I had to go in. So when I had my oldest, we... I had her in Rollins, Wyoming like from fuck nowhere we did not have a local anest uh an- anesthetic or anesthesiologist Ooh, you, got it. you got this thank you anesthesiologist to do an epidural but yet we had someone to do a i can't remember the name of it uh intrathecal i don't get why those are two different doctors but whatever i digress So when they came in, and so an intrathecal is administered very similarly to an epidural. I just, I think it goes lower, if I remember correctly, but it goes into your spine. So when they come in, now my daughter, my oldest, that was my biggest pregnancy. When I, before I got pregnant with her, I was sitting at 135 pounds. When I went in to have her, I was sitting at almost 245 pounds.
0: Damn.
3: And I was built very much like Kate is. So I just looked like a fucking pole with a beach ball glued to it. So they come in and they're like, all right, so we're going to have to do this during a contraction. You're going to have to stay very still. And you're gonna to have to bend over. And I looked at them, I'm like, the <laughs> fuck you just say to me.
4: <laughs> Which one do you want me to do?
3: Stay four. You want me to stay still while I'm having a contraction? Cute. But you want me to try bending over this fucking house of a stomach I have right now? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. This so sit next. I feel like I'm doing this (laughs) can't bend over my big old belly and they finally get it put in and I swear it's I don't know I've had three kids and it still shocks me and kind of pisses me off when they tell me the procedure I'm putting in an epidural and I'm just like whatever drugs you're on I want because I think that's going to do me better than a fucking epidural at this point (laughs) <laughs> oh, but like my girls are the only ones I've had the ring of fire with because oh. my oldest didn't have an epidural with her the intrathecal wore off in three hours and I had her another 12 hours later
0: oh. and
3: then my youngest they gave me the epidural and then not even 30 minutes later she decided to come out The epidural was working on my stomach. It didn't go any lower until after she was born. And then I'm just like, oh, it's a baby. Bump. I was out.
2: Can I just say, the women nowadays that go through this and do the natural birth without the epidural, and then before epidural was even a thing, those women are like kudos to you because my ass could not fucking do that i know that for a fact
3: i tried i tried doing a natural birth with my son i tried doing natural birth with my daughter with my youngest daughter nope i'm sitting there was like give me the fucking payments i swore my head was turning 360 degrees around on its neck and be like painkillers now
2: See, I my mom had me as a natural. She had epidural with my brother. I tried doing the natural thing. After 45 minutes of my contractions going from zero to a 1,000, I was like, mm, no, we're going with the epidural. The worst part is, is I tortured myself for another hour before I decided to have the epidural. Okay.
0: Yeah. Hey, okay, like
5: Evie, I hear your chair. Get some WD-40. Right? I hear it. Like I'm, I'm thinking, like I'm rocking at the same time. I'll hear.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> but I got one for you guys. True to form, I was my mom's most complicated pregnancy. <laughs> First, I tried to come out three months early as a Christmas present, and Ooh, then I decided 20. I didn't want to fucking leave. <laughs> Uh, my mom got put on bed rest with me because she started to pee blood. Oof. I wasn't the one that gave her the gestational diabetes, though. So that one was my brother. I was also the one that, like, permanently wrecked her stomach. I'm her problem child, right? <laughs> so she goes in to have me. Um, she's told me, you know, she's like, I woke up and was like, I'm going to have a baby today. This was the day before my birthday. You know, it's on the 24th. I didn't pop out until, like, an hour into the 25th. <laughs> Damn. She was in labor the entire time.
0: Oof.
5: I got my name because they handed me to her, and she was like, Yep, this looks like, insert birth name.
4: I literally...
5: Apparently, when I was fresh born, covered in guts, I looked like my birth name.
2: Love that. <laughs> love that. Hey. At least you didn't get the nickname Peanut because you looked like a little peanut, according to the nurse. And then your mother proceeds to use that every time she comes to your school for a function in front of all of your classmates and your friends. Oh, no, I just got endless Dr. Seuss jokes. And my
5: last name is a suburb of the area that I'm in. I'd take Peanut any day. Listen. Emotional damage.
0: (laughs) Right. I look at green
5: eggs and ham,
2: and I'm like, (laughs) emotional damage. (laughs) Yeah, no. I distinctly remember the last time my mom called me Peanut in front of my classmates. It was fourth grade. And we had to do this presentation. So I did a presentation on baking something. And Before I left for school. Because my mom had to bring the stuff in later. I had told my mom. Do not call me Peanut. Whatever you do for the love of God. Do not call me Peanut in front of my classmates. When she got there. Before it was my turn to give my presentation. I told her the same thing. I shit you not. Not even two minutes after I told her. And I started my presentation. She goes okay Peanut. Now what do you need? I had the whole class laughing at me. Because like. Ow, fuck you, cat. Um, I had the whole class laughing at me because at that time I was still the new girl. And I had a little bit of an attitude, but it wasn't too it wasn't as bad as it was when I was in high school. But I was also quiet. And so everyone looked at me and they were like, what? And then as I'm like handing out like the food that I made every time I handed someone in my class what I made they're like thanks peanut thanks peanut that's awesome <laughs> peanut hey peanut this tastes fucking amazing I'm like I, I
0: fucking need
4: hey Callie I got one better than you so my fucking dead name is Olivia y'all fucking remember that Olivia the pig book y'all
0: uh, fucking remember that shit yeah Yeah, bitches.
4: Yeah. Every goddamn fucking time. You mean like Olivia the pig? No, bitch. I mean like Olivia the fucking boar. I'm gonna gore you. Get away from me. (laughs) Swear to God, I hate people. And then, and then, because my name in Greek also means of the olive tree. (laughs) Aw, olive. Bitch, call me olive one more fucking time. I swear to God. I swear to God, like
3: yeah, and guess what? Olive's boyfriend is Papa, and he's going to come pop you in the fucking
4: mouth. Right? I swear to God, because my because I've been called Olive so much in my life. First of all, no one's allowed to call me that besides my family. But second of all, I fucking hate Olives out of spite. I swear to God, I hate him out of spite. Now, the thought of so, me being Olive makes me want to fucking throw up.
3: So my know. my dead name is Alicia.
5: Don't but work. it's not, huh? That don't work.
3: <laughs> but it's not spelled like the traditional Alicia. That is usually A L I C I A.
4: Tell it's me the stupid garbage way. Tell me right now.
3: A L E S E A. A L C. Did you know I had a teacher actually fucking say that? <laughs>
5: if that ain't the most pirate ass white girl name I drink <laughs> the entire... ale and I'm on the sea
3: my entire school career I got called Alessia I got called Alicia Alisa fucking Elsie, and I looked at my teacher I was like congratulations you can sound out your words <laughs>
4: Levy, Levy, I'm changing
0: your name. You are no longer Levy. You're now
3: Um. So finally, I got into high school, and I requested that they change my name to just Elise, because I figured that would be easier. And it was spelled A-L-E-E-S. That's how Wolf originally knows me as Elise. (laughs) And it still didn't get any better. There was Alice, Elise, and there was a few other ones. So finally, how I came to the name Evie was... Obviously, I've got an entire arm of Evolutions. So when I started working for Samsung Tech Support in 2016 and I made it up to um, floor support supervisor position, I left my phone unlocked around one of my supervisors. You're not my supervisor. (laughs) When he first met me, when I got into training, um, he refused to call me anything but Evie because of my arm. And it finally got to the point that the entire floor... Called me Evie. So I left my phone. At the supervisor's desk. Unlocked. My mistake. Good thing there wasn't anything on my phone at the time. At the time. <laughs> at, the time. at the time. I learned that lesson. But he what, He got on my phone. Went into my Facebook. And changed my name on Facebook. To Evie. Oh. Okay. And it took me... I want to say like three or four days before I finally noticed, because I I'm observant. (laughs) Totally. And Facebook rules is you have to wait thirty days after name change to be able to change it again. Well, I never changed it because I honestly I forgot about it at first, but then it just stuck. So here we are, six years later, and I am going to be oof legally changing my name to Evie. When I get married, because it's easier and cheaper than trying to do it through the courts.
5: I'm sorry. But you're going to smell it it like
2: an EB right?
0: right?
2: What? What? Are we going to skip past what just happened? (laughs) Did did the (laughs) chair just drop and the thing went. Did you
0: show
2: yourself? I have a
3: compressed disc in my lumbar vertebrae and it pinches my sciatic nerve.
4: Is that what we're calling a D-I-L-D-O at this point? Is that what we're calling <laughs>
0: <it>? <laughs> Dragon's fucking <is> screech. <clears throat> God damn it.
1: Oh, God. <laughs>
0: did
2: it really look that bad? Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> just, okay, kind no, of I just sh-
0: like seeing pain
3: go down my ass cheeks and down <laughs> both legs okay
2: which for those of you who are watching or listening whenever this is posted to our podcast um and you're a female and you want to get pregnant and have kids your sciatic nerve yeah after you have your child or children that never go that pain never goes away just so that you're aware
3: it is a very sharp shooting pain that almost feels like it's in your butthole. Unless so. you're this bitch
2: above me and has a high good, has a high tolerance to pain.
5: I also have a crooked spine. <laughs> <is> a <laughs> so
2: bitch. I'm already like, oh,
4: I'm there. I also want to tell you
5: <laughs>
0: I have hi, a lightning
4: ladies, bolt for a spine. Ladies that want to get pregnant, hi, I'd like to inform you because your doctors never fucking will, so I'm going to tell you. I'm going to save a hoe right now. Don't, first off. Second off, um, your fucking nipples, bitch, are gonna be hurting for the rest of your goddamn life. Yep. You thought your pre-baby, like, period nipples were bad? Mm. Wait till you have kids. Wait till you have chitlins. The exceptions. You wanna rip those bitches off? Wait till you breastfeed.
3: I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: Tiger balm will become your best fucking friend. Breastfeeding. Yep. yep. And it's not dangerous for the baby. You're welcome.
4: <laughs> I used to take an ice cube. <laughs> I used to fucking numb this shit up my lips right before I was about to have a kid try. Oh well, well,
2: now, now we know how Jeannie got her other kink.
4: <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen, I was not about it. While we're written. on the
5: subject of talking about strange kinks, but this oh, also boy. doesn't have anything to do with that. I just like. Okay, so for for those that are watching the stream, my entire desk setup is in limbo um that's a fun story you know when i order a beautiful neon pink desk because yes i understand my aesthetic but i just really wanted a bright pink fucking desk right so i'm just kind of in limbo so i have little decorations for my desk everywhere um you know sometimes siblings especially when we're children are absolute fuckheads Like, my brother and I, no, we did not like each other as children. But, you know, we're best friends now. He's a cat mom. He has two kitties and four snakes. His kitties are Buddy and Nugget, and Nugget is the color of a chicken nugget. That's how he got his name, right? So he's doing great with all four (laughs) of his fucking snakes, and they're all cute. But, like, he just, like, when he came to town, because he's in the Navy, and he's um, currently deployed out in North Carolina, he's closer to all my friends than I am. I mean I guess you two like Yeah, you to say me and Evie are pretty close. Yeah, you guys are close to me, but like everybody else. My brother's closer than me. Little butt. But um no, he uh remembered from a show that we watched when we were little, like I was I was a big Powerpuff Girls fan. And if you look at me as I am now, hey, speaking of aching nips, Jeannie damn. <laughs> right. Should have <laughs> knocked on a was... Fuck, that like, was just uh
4: whew, hard and heavy. But he so say you would look at
5: me and all of my lovelies that I can think. Oh, your favorite Powerpuff Girl must be Buttercup, right? Wrong, and he remembered. Twenty years Aww. later. Aww. It's my favorite one. <laughs> How
3: are those uh, short ass snells uh, treating you?
1: Oh, that look.
2: If looks could kill. <laughs> So earlier, (laughs) when we were talking about like (laughs) what it looks
5: and sounds, yeah, this makes me very mad. It makes me more effective at beating someone's ass, but I knew how to do that with my acrylics that were out to fucking here, too. So, you know, when we were talking earlier about, you know, oh, when you're mad, that face that I just... That's the you're fucked face. Especially when it comes to my short-ass nails, because my nails are usually about that long... I'm used to my claws I use them to brush hair, but no, I somehow managed to damage all four of these underneath here. All four of them.
2: Ah, the joys of having a criss in being a hairdresser. It
5: wasn't when I was doing hair because, you know, I don't take my hand and do this onto someone's head as much as, you know, like the Karen's today, you know. But no, I had to have done that because I just had like four little spots of lift, just boom. And I mean, I, I'm no stranger to that. Like normally, I lift my nails all the time, right? Um, but the, I don't know. I don't. I had to have done it in my sleep, which would be unsurprising since the other night. Like, and this is not always a good thing. The the ability to sleep as heavily as I do, because I literally slept through ripping an earring out. Ooh. <laughs> So I just wake up, I go to the bathroom, and I'm like, I- I'm down one. Where's the other hoop? <laughs> it's gone.
3: And this is why you don't sleep in your jewelry, people.
5: Oh, I've been sleeping in mine for, like, 20 years. They're just little <laughs> gold hoops. But, like, I mean, also, again, sleeping in them for 20 years. So this was a 20- 20 two-year-old set of gold earrings from Walmart. Mm. I got them when I was in kindergarten, and I, you know, it's in the bed somewhere. It's in my bed. I just gotta, like, find it, pull the sheets, lift the whole thing up. But I still have the other one. But yeah, no, they're, yeah. like, literally, like, 22 years old. So, you know, they, they're they gonna break eventually.
2: Right. But, I mean, I like, that's, was kindergarten. Like, well, mine's not, because I ripped mine out in my sleep, but, like, I have only one gauge in because the other one looks like a blowout. It's not a blowout. When Colton was like three, three between three and six months old, decided he was going to reach up and pulled on it. Now I wear silicone ones because I like, I, I, for one of my things is one of my comfort things is to squish the silicone gauge. Right. So I'll sit there and I'll squish it. But like, Colton decided he was just gonna reach up and and ripped it out. So I have like this very, very thin piece of skin that still has my lobe attached to it, but it's, it's not worth me trying. A little. That's not worth me trying to you know put one Heck back. No.
5: Yeah. See, and, and this is where I'm over here, like you know, when when Callie was like gesturing above, or no, it was Callie, uh, un- if you know, high pain tolerance. I mean, I guess that also speaks to it. I ripped an earring out in my sleep and didn't even feel it. And the only reason I noticed it was because the hoop was gone. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what having endometriosis does to you. Like, oh, I'm sorry. My period cramps when I thought, oh, this is normal. We're contractions. And I was like, oh, this is normal. Everybody has this. Uh, No, you're going to have cancer if you don't have that surgically removed. What? (laughs) And here we have why I am the drunken auntie. (laughs) Yeah, That's why
2: I'm so glad that I finally found birth control that works. Because, hi, I'm allergic to all the other forms of birth control. Except for (laughs) morena.
5: Yeah, I Um, get my quarterly shot in the ass.
2: uh, Yeah, if I didn't have my morena in every two months I would have contractions not cramps and when I went Babe. to my when I went to my OBGYN and she told, she asked me how my cycle was because when I first got my period didn't have that issue right me neither. After, after it was like probably like three years later because I was high I was active I, I did sports I was outside during the summer all the time I lifted weights I was athletic didn't really have an issue And then all of a sudden, it was like every other month, once I hit 15, I was in a lot of pain to the point where I was incapacitated for like three days. So when I went to my doctor and she had asked me about how my cycle was and I explained it to her, she goes, honey, that's not normal. That's (laughs) not um, cramps. That's contractions. Like She even hooked me up to like the monitor and everything and was like, "Mm, yep, those are contractions.
5: So, sometimes I forget that I was one hell of a late bloomer because you said that they like started detecting that when you were 15 I didn't even get mine until I was 14 good
2: for you, I got mine when I was <laughs> my, 11
5: my mom didn't, get, my it my mom didn't get it till she was 16 my mom didn't even get it until she was 16 my little sister is oh. uh, currently 11 and I'm figuring she's going to be either in high school or right about to be there when she gets it So
3: Mine, when I was out riding four-wheelers, and all of a sudden, I'm just sitting there, and I stand up, and there's blood, and I'm like, um, Grammy?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I literally got mine, but I didn't have a phone that I could call my mom with at the time, so I had to, like, borrow a friend's, uh, because I got it when I was in um, my- was working in the library at the time at school and like I went to the nurse's office and got the shitty junk diaper pad cotton ball oh, that oh. you know they had right and then I called my mom and I was like mom I'm a period she was more upset about the fact that she had to stop at the store on the way home for pads because she is a stamp on it.
4: <laughs> Jeannie you had something have we talk about how nobody, nobody fucking tells you, women, I'm telling you right the fuck now, because no one else is going to, your period gets so much fucking worse after you have crotch goblins. Yep. Because like before, I used to be able to, I used to just get it and it'd be like, whatever, okay, I'll take like one ibuprofen, I'll be fine. I get that shit now, the entire first day, you're lucky if I can get the fuck out of bed. Because I am doubled over in so much pain. I got so much pain one time. This is so much TMI, but, like, hey, we're the moms. Get into it. I was in we're so all much over here pain. talking about our periods. Well, I was in so much pain one time. And this was, like, not long after I had had Caleb. I was in so much, so much fucking pain. And, like, at the time, it was me, my kids. We were living with my mom. And my ex-husband was in Georgia for work. So he wasn't there. I had to call my mom into the bathroom because I was... Every time I tried to stand up, I would shoot back over in pain. And, like, to the point where, like, I literally, I could not stand up. I was just crunched over in pain. I was, like, I was crying my eyes out. It, I was in the worst pain in my life. My mom's, like, okay, that's not good. Like, she thought I had, like, she thought that, like, I must have, like, ruptured my bowel or something. Like, she thought something really bad was happening because of just how much pain I was in. I get to the hospital, and they're, like, oh, Yeah. It's just your period. Like, you just gave birth not that many, like, not that long ago, like, etc. They gave me four shots of cortisone mm. and sent me home. I was like, I remember asking them, like, is this going to happen again? They're like, mm mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. Go home. And I was like, what the
5: fuck? Yep. It's great. It's awesome." That totally reminds me of, um... And and yeah, no, this is something that honestly, like, even just with the the particular issue that I carry, which is again why I'm drunk auntie, read between the lines there, (laughs) Um, you know, issues that they don't tell people with female bodies, because I'm not going to necessarily say women because I'm your friendly neighborhood envy as well, but people think that they don't tell people with female bodies, right? Um, You know, that heavy pains like that and stuff, that's not normal, especially when you're younger. And I mean, shit. Callie has seen my partner have to come retrieve me off the couch because my endo was making it so my legs no longer worked. Yep. yep. And you know what would have happened if I had gone to the doctor ER or something for that? The same thing that happened to
4: Jeannie. Yeah. yeah. Like I've told every girl and like they them this. But for my women presenting people, specifically you. I need you. Cuz like hi, I work in a cardiac unit please go and look up what these symptoms in women are of a heart attack because they present completely separately than in men. I know nine times out of ten, especially, especially if you're a woman of color, if you walk into an ER and tell them you're having a heart attack, even if you're presenting with all of the classic symptoms of a heart attack, they're going to turn you away they're gonna tell you no, is you're so you're, you're, being you're overreacting women die more of heart attacks than men do because we get turned away like it is trash on learning about women's bodies on women presenting bodies is absolute absolute garbage absolutely. Garbage. They don't teach you about it. So you have to like go and learn
5: about it yourself and then you get horrified at what you discover.
2: Right. Like for instance, back to the to the the topic of periods. Yeah. When we were in high school, they didn't explain to you what a period is. No. I can't tell you how many girls I went to high school with got their period in school and thought they were dying. And back then, right we didn't have the internet like all these like the kids do now we didn't have yeah we weren't able to go on google and type in what is a period right yeah, yeah. and they still don't even
4: really teach you that in, in health class now well it's like this is what i wanted to talk about too i just think we will never forget this i forget how old i was but i know i was young because it was weird to my parents We all know what the movie is, like, cool. They wanted to show us that when I was, like, I want to say I was, like, 11. And my parents thought, like, okay, like, that's a little too young. Like, we'll wait. They never showed it again. Because I didn't take gym class in high school because I, uh, I have two bad knees, so I got exempt from gym class. Did you know that also means I got exempt from health class? What? Yeah. Because I didn't take gym. They didn't put me in health that's that's now, two
2: separate things for
4: yeah. yeah so I never had a health class I never got to see the movie my mom wasn't like a mom really like she never taught me about my body I remember being pregnant with my oldest and thank God for my stepmom because she took me to she was taking me to an OB appointment and I she asked oh, me should she like have any questions I was so nervous so I sorted out like 50 million questions and she pulled the car over and she was like, How were you, because I was 20 when I um, got pregnant. I was 21 when I gave birth. She's like, how the fuck are you 20 and you're pregnant and you never learned about your body? She's like, your mom never taught you? And I was like, no, mom never taught me. It is so fucked. If your school doesn't teach you and they don't, and then they rely on the parents to teach you. And if you have a situation like mine or you just don't have a mom, you're fucked. You're never going to know. Right.
3: And yes, dragons, this is a bunny.
5: I'm over here like, tell me that, I mean, aside from we, ha- we have Jeepney here, who still remains tidy. Tell me you have mom titties without telling me that you have mom titties when you just sit back, put an entire
4: rabbit on them. <laughs> Listen, um, I would love to, here's the thing. I've always been a committee, I've always been the leadership of the Committee of the No Titties. of the itty bitty titty committee but she was blessed with a backside
5: this is true also i'm real
4: mad because when i was pregnant with my kids bitch i had tits for days those shits were out to here i had bazongas and then they were fucking gone and i'm just like what is that what is
5: this oh i have um a piece to add to Jeannie. i have a couple pieces to add (laughs) to what you said there about like not being taught and stuff Bless you, Kelly. Thank you. So, one, A, ironic um, that you're now the one that works in healthcare. Yeah. And uh, two, so they had a video for us, and they gave us a little care package of a single pad and a little thing of deodorant, right? But it didn't really explain anything. Yeah, that's weird. Um, Yeah. It it didn't really fucking explain anything. It was, like, some just weird kind of of like basic shit right it left out a lot of the things that happen like you know um dry panties aren't always ideal right okay like discharge normal and it can literally change the color of your undies
2: yeah, yeah for the, the 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 boys doesn't matter the oh age God. the boys that sit there and say that if your shit doesn't smell like water or smells like nothing and you think it's gross and you think discharge is gross. Listen, you try having a gaping hole between your legs, and then come talk to me and tell me how you feel about it. Because guess what? You may have a ding between your fucking legs. Guess what? You have discharge too. Mm-hmm.
4: You're not he special. Not discharge. Like it it I know we love as like people to make fun of the guys that are like, oh, like she's not tight, so like She's not a virgin. I almost feel bad making fun of them though, because I know how trash the American healthcare—like, not the right. Well, the American healthcare yeah. system is trash. But that's not what I meant. The education system is. I almost can't fault them for thinking that way because, hi, as a woman with a woman's with a woman's body, there's a lot of shit I didn't know and I had to go figure it out myself. So how the fuck right. am I going to look at somebody that's not of this body and expect them to know things?
5: Right. So, let me let me loop back because with what you were saying there, it's the ones that are unwilling to learn that we make fun of, okay? If they're willing to yeah. learn, different. If they're unwilling to learn, uh Yeah, f- fun. Though. No. Right. But like, you know, I with, you know, the endometriosis that I have, one of the biggest things is the heavy amount of pain that I'd be in. Like I'd be dosing high enough on just anti-inflammatories because they were the only thing I could get my hands on and I thought it was normal, I'd be taking more than the recommended amount for a couple days each month. But they didn't tell us what cramps were. And because of the type of home that I was in, um, unless you were dying, you went to school. So I sat through period cramps without knowing what they were for an entire day. I made it all the way up until the last um, period of school, ironically, biology, Um, as a freshman before I called my mom, who was pregnant at the time, funnily enough, like, like it was a whole bunch of shit, like, that had to deal with this whole conversation that happened all together. It was the whole thing. And I have a funny story about how I found out that my mom was pregnant. But yeah, I didn't know what a cramp was, so I made it all the way up until sixth period as a freshman, just in immense pain. I call my mom. She comes picks me up. But she immediately takes a fucking nap because she's pregnant. Right? And by that point, she's getting kind of close to popping. So I didn't actually get any kind of pain medication or relief until about 9 o'clock at night. Ugh. So that sucked. But I had no idea what those were until I had one. And I was like,
2: what is this? You know? The, the only I reason, didn't even think I was dying, though, because I'm just so used to fucking pain. The only reason why I knew what a period was and what cramps were was because of my mom. Because my mom, instead of every other month, it would be every month where she was in the same amount of pain that I wasn't. Like, it was so bad. If I even had a thought come into my head, I would throw up. That's how bad mine were. And that's how I knew what they were, because <coughs> when I first... the day that I got my period and I told my mom she started asking me all these questions I'm like why are you asking me these questions she's like I need to know so I know how to go about educating you on this but like Jeannie's right like our our education system for like health wise for like doesn't matter if it's your your male presenting or female presenting um it doesn't really teach you much -mm. Like, I had to learn what sex is from other kids. Unfortunately, I knew what sex was before I even had sex education in school. I had to learn about it from other kids. But keep in
5: mind, though, I also didn't grow up with a father, and I lived with my grandparents. And mom always was, like, elsewhere with that, I guess. Like, and.
3: A lot of the times, like, they don't teach you the basic things. Like, it's, ugh. our education system, yeah, is trash. Like, I know a lot of kids, a lot of students back then. I remember we, we had a conversation. It was at my work, and we had a student there because this is when I was working with fast food so we had kids who were 16. And me and one of my other co-workers who was also a mom and was in her 20s as well, we we're on break and we we're in the back and we were talking about like discharge and stuff like that. And she was like, that's so gross, yada, yada, yada. And we looked at her and we're like, you do realize that this is something that's normal, right?" And she goes, no. Or like, they haven't taught you this in school. She's like, the only thing that they've taught us is how to put a condom on.
2: Oh, I didn't even get that one. I didn't get that. I had to guess. <laughs> right.
3: And so we had to sit there and basically have a sex ed teaching with the 16 year old girl while at work on our break. And the things that she didn't know that we told her completely fucking baffled her because that this whole time she was like i thought i was just nasty she's like i sat there and i would like spray water into me to clean me out and stuff like that and she goes i thought i was disgusting and would hide my underwear and stuff like that i was like no baby that is normal
5: yeah that's the saddest part is like hearing that phrase right there i thought i was just nasty no yeah. no you're not and I'll be damned if my fucking little sister, my so my sister is about to turn eleven. So she's about to hit the age where God knows what text this is gonna fucking teach her. She's gonna mm. know it all cause I'm gonna tell her. Well, I love be the like, honest,
4: though, like. the saddest part about it is it's not our men that are making women feel this way. It's the no, women. it's the other women yeah. right. And that's what's so like my mom, I remember being younger. My mom, and this is so gross, and I am so sorry, but I need to tell you guys this because it's so bad for you. And I didn't know. My mom used to make me douche like every single day that I had a period. That's so bad for your body. It is so. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I didn't find that out until I was in my 20s. Nope.
0: You know
5: what, like, bugs me also, like, something that a lot of female body people that I didn't know until it happened yeast infections.
0: Mm.
3: they're common super common common. and like I that's not something that I was taught so when I was in uh, cotton panties or
5: cotton line panties that'll help ya
3: yeah and like when I was younger and the first time my doctor told me that I had a yeast infection I was sitting there I'm like what like I was terrified and I was like I swear that I shower I keep clean all this other stuff and he goes that's It's completely normal.
2: That's the other thing. A lot of girls don't know it the symptoms of a yeast infection. Mm-hmm. UTIs as well. Right. Yes. And that's how wow. I
5: ended up with a full-blown vaginal infection. Mm-hmm.
2: That sucked. Bacterial I, vaginosis. I luckily didn't have... I never... Knock on wood. Still yet to get a, a UTI. But I had my first yeast infection when I was pregnant. So what do you guys do
5: to treat yeast infections like let's compare notes here
2: um to be honest i I don't get medication i don't get the medication for it i just drink a lot of cranberry juice and eat yogurt
4: so when i i've only gotten one yeast infection in my life and i was 17 and because i was 17 didn't have a mom figure i just like went to the store and i think it was like a vagisil like medicated like ointment or whatever the fuck it was that you like Mm -hmm. insert i got that stuff and like it don't get me wrong it worked really well but yeah was there yeah, probably like Yeah, probably.
3: Like even now like i am super prone to utis because anybody listening this is probably tmi um i have a very narrow you urethra-
5: if you're listening on this podcast it's literally a diary of the fucked up moms like come right. on
4: and we are mean, going to be uh, your surrogate moms. We're telling you everything that you need to know. Seriously. Yeah. So
3: I have a very narrow urethra. Mm-hmm. So I get UTIs super, super easy. I also, my body doesn't tell me when I need to pee until Same. I'm about to piss myself. Same. So I get UTIs super, super, super easy. So one of my daily vitamins that I have discovered a couple years ago and it has been a saving fucking grace is cranberry pills you can get them from Walmart and I can't remember what the brand is called I don't even have the package because I just have it in my little pill box ever since I started taking these cranberry pills I have not gotten a UTI and it's been about three and a half years oh
5: wow the because of the whole vaginosis thing and because it started as a yeast infection that I didn't know that I had until, you know, like I had that vaginosis for a couple of, probably close to one to two years.
0: Oh, wow. Oh,
5: wow. <laughs> that tells you how much of a fucking stubborn shit I am. No, there's nothing wrong. No. But that's also what improper access to healthcare does for you, ladies and gentlemen right and also not being because if i to... had found that genosis earlier that means that i might have been on birth control earlier which means i might not have had to have had all of the surgery that i did
3: right and that also chalks up to we need to start teaching our girls how to tell the difference in their discharge right. because that can really really color, save smell. your life.
1: yeah colors
0: um,
5: all of it oh by the way, and also understanding the difference between like when with mine, I can tell when I am not, you know, on my quarterly ash shot. I can tell when I'm ovulating by it. Yeah. So learning to tell the difference and learning how to know your body that well.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, side note, though, uh, male presenting listeners and watchers, you can get UTIs also. Yep. Yes, yes, you, you can. can.
3: Yep. So male
2: presenting
5: Cranberries. Yeah, this is, yes. this, is uh, this is why we pee after sex.
2: This is it's yes. rare. It's rare for for male presenting to get it, but they can still get it. Yes. I know and at least always, four men
4: always like,
5: pee
3: after sex. Hold on,
4: wait, wait, let's talk about it. Let's talk about aftercare after sex. And I don't mean like you know the cute like after. No, I mean like let's go into the actual fucking after. Can I? You're Can I me. say yeah. how I
5: treat my yeast infections really quick because I'm yeah. that guy? Yeah. Because of the trauma that happened with me getting that fucking vaginosis and all of the treatment and shit that I had to go through and then there was a whole insurance thing. Nah, I go to Walmart, I get the generic little tampon full of fucking cream, the one-day yeah. shit. I pop that crap in before I go to bed, put on a fucking pad, there and then go. wake up. Well, because if you, like, if you put it in when you awake, when it's all coming down, you're gonna itch. So you're going to yeah. be, like, aggressively humping your fucking bed trying to itch. <laughs> okay? So put it in before you go to bed. Quirt that shit up there. Get the one a day. Don't do enough tests. Don't do... No, get the one a day. Get the fucking aggressive. Shoot that shit up there. Yeah, there's, like, a suppository for. No, just go get the cream. Shoot it the fuck up there. Put on your granny panties. Always have at least three pairs of your granny panties. panties. Get a fucking pad, liner, or whatever, because, you know, it's it's got to come back down. And sleep. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Problem solved. And one of the biggest indicators, I learned this, and that's how I've identified it a few times. One of the biggest indicators, because my, I can tell, like like I said, when I'm not on my quarterly ass shot, so when this happens now, I know, boom, something's wrong. Um, like, literally, I could tell when I wasn't on my quarterly ass shot because it prevents me from even having periods because, you know, we've, we've heard me talking about what those look like. When my discharge started, like, having almost a string texture to it, I was ovulating. So that was my first big sign. Period's coming. Get your pain meds, bitch. Make sure your tampons are stocked. Though I started using the Diva Cup because I was tired of spending all that money. And as long as you're comfortable with your body, so much easier. Plus, it's actually kind of cool if you're a harder nut like me. Ay. But no, like, um, when you're, when one of the telltale signs of like a yeast infection is if, like, you're discharged. Puddle of cream. If it looks like a puddle of fucking cream probably yep. have one. That's like the telltale sign if it looks like fucking cream. Right. Like like someone took cool whip and chucked it in your fucking panties. That's one of the easiest telltale signs that you know you should probably like take a look. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. But or yeah, you so itch and...
5: itching.
4: Itching after- is not normal. No.
5: No.
3: So, aftercare for sex.
4: Okay. Seriously. I I've like had it. It is healthy. It is healthy and you need to urinate after you have sex, both men and women. And everybody in between. You have to urinate. Smoke
5: a cigarette, you know, whatever, you know. know.
3: That's not just couples. It's also masturbation. Yep.
4: Yes. Yeah.
5: Fuck. Yes. I don't know people don't have to pee after they get done whacking it. I always, do. Okay. <laughs> always
2: right some, some people don't, but as long as you you go to the bathroom and actually pee and at least like right. at least like wipe it up shortly after or clean yourself after if you don't have to pee you're 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 good. Like, I don't know maybe it's just okay.
4: because like I got
5: folds. Pro tip. Like,
4: if
2: I don't go
5: pee or yeah. wipe, that's stuck in there. Like, you know. Pro
4: tip for my men and male presenting. They want to have the ladies over to your house. Baby wipes. Okay. Baby wipes. Yes. None of that scented shit. Completely unscented. You put a scent in your no. vaginas, and I'm killing you myself. Unscented. about pH
3: off balance for weeks. Listen.
4: Absolutely, give your partner a towel or something to clean up with, but have something in your bathroom, whether that be baby wipes or a hand towel that they can use to like something readily available. Hand towels, if
5: you want to be the OG in in depth, just get a pack of pads. If you want to be the OG man, get a pack of pads, keep money. If you want to be
4: the OG man, get yourself some pads and get yourself some plastic, unscented tampons and just put them in your drawer in your bathroom
5: dude
2: i mean honestly the scented tampons yeah like, i never understood that I, no not i not had to get much. like a
5: scented pad just because that was all that i had access to and like as soon as i bled on that i was like
2: yeah
4: it's, so bad. it's such it a scam so bad it smelled so bad but also now go ahead Jeannie. stay away from the fucking ph balancing shit please Oh God, please do not it. yeah that's summer no. eve shit do not More get, get it your vagina is its own ecosystem exactly? It balances itself. When you put pH balancing crap around or in your vagina, guess what? You're, you're gonna get up. a bacterial and/or a yeast infection of some fucking kind because oh yes. you're fucking with your pH. Oh all right. This this coming from a
2: mechanic, a, like a female camp mechanic. Um, your the vagina way. is like an engine in your car. It is constantly replacing its oil when it needs to. Sorry, (laughs) G. It is... Your your, your vagina is constantly... Is constantly flushing out its fluids. The same way that you would to make sure you preserve the life of the engine in your vehicle. Yeah. Like, Wolf and I, after we have sex, we go and take a shower. Sometimes we sometimes we have to pee right after we're done. Sometimes we don't. But we always take a shower and clean up afterwards.
0: Make it cute,
4: make it sexy. Wash each other. Yeah. Right? Especially
3: with women or women presenting. When our bladders so when we climax, they've actually done a scientific study because people always being like, oh, when a woman squirts, she's peeing on you. There is some validity to that, but it's not really urine. It's just bladder fluids. Yeah. Because they've done uh, research is they had women being stimulated while they were uh, ultrasounding their stomach with empty bladders and you, know, you have to have your controls. So they had ones with empty bladders, full bladders, half full bladder, stuff like that. And they saw the fluids getting higher in their bladders. It's normal. Don't don't be shaming women because they're you think they're peeing on you. Right. Be fucking flattered that you were able to make her get to that point.
2: Water. We also
5: call that water sports.
2: Water cannon. cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Even you fucking water cannon. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
2: I'm
5: sorry It just bothers me Like that um, It also really bothers me When you get the The men folk Because I mean if if you're born with a female body Whether or not you're transitioning Or otherwise like you don't really have a choice But to be aware of that stuff even to some extent
2: <laughs> Rex like last
5: choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, especially if you're transitioning and such, you, you don't really have a choice but to be aware of that, right? So um, what always bothers me is like, the men that choose not to learn. Right? Mm-hmm. That choose not to. Mm-hmm. I feel like that also can potentially come a little bit from if you are someone who is, I mean, shit, watching this little stream, playlist, whatever, right now, you know somebody in your life that doesn't know some of this stuff, and you don't fucking tell them? Yeah. Like, you think I'm not going to be having a conversation with my 11-year-old sister about this? By the way, I found out that my mom was pregnant because I saw a little folder for the gynecologist office, right? My mom's favorite word is, no. I said, Mom, are you pregnant? She says, it's none of your business. And I was like,
2: that means yes! That's okay. When I found out my mom was pregnant with my brother... Um, <laughs> she had just gone to her, to the OBGYN that day and picked me up from school, she left this little square thing, okay, she brought it home left this little square thing sitting on the kitchen counter in a ziploc bag and I picked it up and I looked at it and I was like that's fucking weird and like I was looking at it and my mom comes in and she goes put it down, go wash your hands I was like, what, why is it wet and what the hell is this thing she goes I had to pee on it. I'm pregnant. You're going to be a sister. I was like, what? She goes, I peed on it. Go wash your fucking hands. You're going to be a sister. And it took me a couple of minutes to process that, and I was like, you
4: peed on this? Can I just say two for a second? Dear men, or male presentings, if you're doing your thing and you have successfully railed out your partner, do, do everybody a favor <laughs> in the situation, please. Go get that bitch a glass of water. <laughs> just go get that bitch a glass of water and just... Just, 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 just let her beat
3: for a minute.
4: Just let her <laughs> beat for a minute. Don't be asking that bitch. Listen, I don't care if this was your hookup of the night and you want that bitch gone. Let that bitch sit for a fucking second, you fucking maniac. <laughs>
3: So you like, put us into some weird fucking positions.
4: Right. Like, let's be honest about this. You put us in some fucky positions. Our bodies don't bend like that, baby, but we did it for you. So now shut the fuck up and let us just take it out. Also, let me put
3: my head back in and give me a sec. <laughs> also,
4: okay.
2: After you give her a moment to rest, give her some water or something that's nice and cool to drink. Gigi. 100%. <laughs> I did that to Wolf one time, and he looked at me, and he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, "Gg," and I had my hand up. I'm like, you're going to leave me hanging? And he just started laughing at me. Okay, I, I yes. popped back into the conversation
5: at Gigi, because like, my loving, loving partner that you guys, at least the ones not you know on the stream know and love, brought me some more of my lovely sodas. And he told me that I have spam in the fridge. Oh. And he gave me a kiss on the head. Aww. And yeah. he's gonna pop up onto our stream. Nice. nice. Supporting us. He's
3: supporting also, us. On the topic of stop shaming people, mm-hmm. um, STDs are very fucking common. Yep. Yeah. My little sister came to me. A sobbing fucking mess because she found out she had chlamydia. She goes, I'm so disgusting, I feel disgusting. I'm like, baby, do you know how fucking common it is to get chlamydia? Yeah. Uh, um, Some of these different things. Don't think you're disgusting because you have something. Some of these, yes, you can get rid of. And unfortunately for a lot of women, we are asymptomatic. So sometimes we don't even know. Yep.
4: Yeah. We can get it you, taken care of. I will tell you right now, I'm not going to say how I know this person because that's none of your fucking business. I knew a woman, at the time she was a young teenage girl, she had herpes around her lips. What? How did she have herpes around her lips? Because her mom kissed her. And her mom caught it from having a cold sore, a cold sore that went untreated yep. for too
0: long. Yep.
4: And everyone, everyone in high school made fun of this poor girl because of this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not only like,
3: that, like, feel better, like I told her, I was like, I've had chlamydia. I went in, I got my medications, and it was gone. Yeah. It just sucks because either, one, the partner you were with that gave it to you, either A, doesn't know, or B, is a piece of shit and didn't fucking tell you.
4: And here's what I will say. I'm, again, not going to say fucking who. <laughs> some of you you people know who I'm talking about with this, though. When I first got divorced, I went on some dates with this guy. Nice guy, just didn't work out. He texted me months later, like months And he's like, hey, just thought you should know, like, I popped positive for chlamydia. So, like, you should go get tested. Like, if you need help, I will drive you. Like, I will pay for it. Yada, yada. I already had gotten tested. So I was like, listen, like, I don't have it. Like, thank you for telling me. Like, I've already been tested. I don't have anything. I get tested. Super respectful. I get tested after all my partners. But, like, thank you for telling me. We need to seriously, seriously normalize. It is okay to get an STD, but if you have one, contact your most recent partners and let them know. Yes. Right. Let them know. Don't. And also. Go ahead, Jane. Sorry. Because he had also said to me, he's like, you are my only most recent partner. That's not uncommon. Just because partner A has something. Does not always mean it's going to transfer, even if you have unprotected sex. Does not mean it's going to transfer to partner B. You should still get tested, though. Yes. Always.
2: Especially if you are sexually active, even if it's not with, if it's not with the same partner and you're sexually active, you should always go get tested every three to six months.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Wolf and I, before he came to visit me when we were dating he and I had just gone te- gone and gotten tested.
4: Yeah. Like my part, my current partner and I, before we, because we're long distance right now, before we actually end up doing scenes and like being with each other, we're both gonna go get tested. Like that is what, it's, it's kind of sad to me that really the only people that like kind of do this are accountants, are people in that side of the world, right? That's normal. It yeah. should be normal before accountants. you have... what do you
5: do? I do what accountants do.
4: Right. It should be normalized, though, that before you have intercourse with a partner, go and get tested together. Yeah. So what if something pops? Like, you deal At with it At least you know. Right, like, you deal with that then. Yeah, and if it's something that
3: can be cured... Take your antibiotics, go back and take all of your antibiotics. Yeah. It's Stop being way. like, oh, I feel better. I don't need a fish. No. Fucking but finish those. Ant- they give antibiotics.
5: you a, for a reason. Antibiotics affect your birth control.
4: Yes. Right. Don't drink while you're taking antibiotics because you will make them not work. Yep. That was hard. <laughs> Yeah,
0: we no, well, it's did. hard. We know.
4: Right? I, you held, also, it. I held
2: it while you're taking time. while you're taking amb- antibiotics. Also, take probiotics. Yes, because your antibiotics are getting rid of the probiotics, which is what naturally occurs in your system that you need.
5: Yep. You can also find probiotics in yogurt. Yep. Yes.
4: <sighs> now, do be careful because you can fuck that up if you take too much of. Right. Yeah. For example, if you eat way too much yogurt while you're taking antibiotics, you're gonna so end up with something called C diff. You yeah. don't want it. You don't want it. I'm telling you right now, you don't want it. So just So it at it. Walmart, there are these little
3: um probiotic drinks. Mm-hmm. They're just these little tiny things that when you're taking antibiotics, you take one of those a day. One. They're tasty, but only take one.
2: And it's not just Walmart. It's anywhere that sells vitamins. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep.
2: Anywhere. So don't just think you have to go to Walmart to go get this stuff. Anywhere. Like Target, uh, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, um, whatever your local grocery store is.
3: Yeah. And a lot of the times you'll find them over in the yogurt section.
2: Yep. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: But you can, for those who can't eat yogurt or don't like gummy candy, they do have it in a pill form or a powder form for those who don't like taking pills. So it's not like the stuff's not out there for you. It is. You just have to find it.
3: There's this girl on TikTok. I can't remember her name, but she is a very loud advocate for people who have genital herpes. Again, Uh, it's not a disgusting thing as long as you are smart about it
0: mm-hmm.
3: cuz shit can happen and you can get it also just be smart about it tell every partner use the proper protection and just make sure you're not having an outbreak
2: also you don't ha- you can't you don't just get an std from being sexually active you can inherit that std from your mother if she yep. has it when she gives birth to you
4: pro tip women sorry i have to do my mouth when you are in labor when you go to the hospital to have a baby they give you a full std panel right then and there they won't always tell you the results though ask for the results yep guess what you've got a free full std panel bread one to go down
0: five ways
4: different. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, oh, like there oh, there is true. nothing
2: nothing wrong with female discharge. There is nothing wrong with having STDs. There is nothing wrong with how you choose to live your lifestyle. Rather it is <clears throat> being sexually active with multiple partners. Or um, celebrating celibacy. Or not celebrating, but being celibate. Until you find the right time. This is the other thing I want to talk about. <laughs> Don't think because... The Us in your face. Right. Ma'am, wrong channel for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Jeannie. <laughs> I
5: have to add the comedic break.
2: I have um, to, but I've. Oh, um, shit! Now I, I lost. To... Thanks, you. Train has left the tracks. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, after the right?
0: Yeah. There,
2: there's nothing wrong with how you decide to live your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to preface this. Pre- yes, this. Yes, thank you. Um, I'm going to preface this. <laughs> Wait to have sex. Yeah. I can tell you right now, I'm glad I waited to lose my virginity at 18. I just wish I didn't lose it to the person that I lost it to. Granted, it was my ex-fiance. It was somebody that I was actively involved with. In dating but wait there is no rush to have sex at a very early age especially when you're a teenager you're still developing mentally emotionally physically there is no reason to put yourself through that because i can tell you right now you will 100 percent regret it
5: yeah you're drunk
2: just Consent is another thing. Yes. Doesn't matter if you are male or female. And I swear, if I, I advocate for males all the time.
5: Or get cut. (laughs)
2: Get consent.
3: So those of you that are listening to uh, to this on the podcast, uh, Kelly just threw a
0: cat. (laughs) Uh,
2: I will always, always, always advocate for males. And I have always done this. When it comes to consent, when it comes to anything, drugs, alcohol sex, anything, yeah. don't give in to peer pressure. Peer pressure is still a thing. Even as an adult, there is a thing yes. called peer yeah. there, We still have peer pressure. I mean, for all of us in this group, yes, we peer pressure each other, but it's more because it's... We're, we're having fun, we're joking around, and it's something small, okay? Yes. Nothing nothing big. Like, for me and Jeannie, no. we peer pressure each other to brat out to our bonds.
4: This bitch, hold on, wait a minute, I'm gonna rat your ass out right the fuck now. This bitch is not your friend. Um, I have my friend. This bitch is not your friend. This bitch, whole ass, to <coughs> my dog, a fucking <laughs> obedience app. This skank. <coughs> bitch, I've already lost a point simply for not eating a food group today. I'm sorry. Like Fuck you. Listen, okay. I just wanted so, to make sure
2: you ate, okay? But back on to what I was originally talking about.
5: Real quick. You know what? We got this. We got our friends. You know what? We all, we do. Yes, we do. Peer pressure each other. If any of you have seen Disenchanted or Friendly Neighborhood Drunky Aunt, is Lucy going, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it.
2: Right. But, but because <laughs> these are my friends. Right. But even when it comes to your friend group, if it's something you're uncomfortable with, don't Fucking do it. They something. They yeah. call you a bitch or a pooswa or this or that. Tell them to go fuck themselves. They're not your fucking friend. Okay.
3: Yeah. Call you they a would actually a friend with respect <laughs> that you said
2: no. Right. Seriously. Male, presenting, born or not, has just as much right to consent as female presenting born or not even non-binary exactly. okay yes <laughs> consent we say this all this all the time in our, our other server consent is sexy yep consent shows you have respect for that other person doesn't matter if it's your partner doesn't matter if it's a fling doesn't matter if it's your fucking friends consent on everything is sexy there's nothing wrong yeah. with that and you should not feel ashamed about it same thing goes and for peer pressure. Not, you say yeah. no to something you're not comfortable with, that's you not consenting to it. Yeah. And that's not
3: just limited to intercourse, that is touching them in general.
2: That's kissing anything. Them. That's anything. Yeah. Oh, your group of friends yeah, do man. the traditional jumping off the bridge into the creek. You don't feel comfortable doing it. You don't have to fucking do it. Oh, your yeah. friends, and if, then and your some, friends, when go somebody hunting, goes, oh, well, you. Ha- <laughs>
5: We get the famous phrase, oh, well, you have to. I've heard that one in some pretty interesting situations before. (laughs) Guess what? No, you
2: don't. Right. And it goes back to the old saying that we used to get from our parents. Oh, if so-and-so jumps off the bridge, are you going to do it too? I
5: mean, we get it. Insert Gen Z and millennial joke here. But it's true. Yeah. But.
2: You don't have to do
3: anything you don't want to. Just because everybody everybody else is doing it doesn't mean you have to.
4: I think, I, really say, I think the thing I want to say the most is, especially to the younger people out there that might be watching this, some of your friends are not your friends. They just oh, want fuck, no, they're there. not. They just want to see you get hurt. Yep. Please be careful. <laughs> when an adult, especially if it's someone that cares about you, is telling you to watch out for this person, listen to them because they've had the experience. Yep. Sometimes we just
5: want to save you from that shitty experience.
3: Yeah. We're not sitting there trying to limit you or stuff like that. It's because we've lived through it and we don't want to see you through it.
2: <clears throat> Listen, okay? I'm also going to tell you this. Moms, your mom, your mother, the person who gave birth to you or the person that adopted you, okay? The person who, who raised who, you. Uh, yes, the person who raised you, who is your mom? Your mother, has this instinct When they tell you this person you're hanging out with is not someone you should be hanging around, that's because they know. Either they've been there, they right, they've been there, they've done that. They or they just know. So don't get snippy with your parent. Fuck, even my mother. I'm 32 fucking years old. My mother still did this to me up until recently. Okay. When they when when you're Material. Yes. Material. Your maternal figure tells you this isn't somebody you should be around. Listen to them. It's not just
3: maternal. It's also paternal.
2: Right. Especially for those who have who are raised in a single father home who don't have their mom or or a mother figure. Right. If your parent, your your parental, If, if let me let me real quick before you finish that thought if your parental isn't a piece of shit asshole. If your parental is actually a parent and not somebody who's just acting as a parent.
3: Yeah. So if your parental tells you, you know, don't be hanging out with this person or anything, and they're trying to give you insight and trying to give you an example of their life experience, listen to them. Because We've been there, done that, and sometimes it sucks yep. and we don't want to see you go through the same experience. Are you going to do it? Probably, especially teenagers who are rebellious, but we especially us as parents don't want to see our children biological or not, go through some of the shit that we went through as fucking kids. <laughs>
2: Again, if they aren't... Yeah. My mother is an
4: exception.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Just so. understand that there are some things that, like, don't get me wrong. We were all teenagers at one point, too, that thought we fucking knew better than everybody. Thought we, we thought we real. knew everything. Dumb. We were the
0: shit.
5: <laughs> and we were dumb. Yep. Young
4: I wish young. I listened to my elders.
5: Yep.
3: Now, granted... I look back on my life and would I change anything? Absolutely not. Because that has made me the person I am today and has led me to where I am today with who I with who I am with and who my people are.
0: Yeah. There
3: are some things that I regret but again would I change them? Probably not because it has built me to be the person I am today. That doesn't mean go out and do a bunch of stupid shit, but just live, learn from your, your experiences. Take everything as a lesson. Right. And this is also to the teenagers. When your parents ask you to help clean the house, fucking help.
2: <laughs> because you're going
5: to want to not do that later.
3: It's not just because we're trying to be lazy and make you do everything. We're trying to teach you valuable lessons, because when you go out on your own, your mama ain't going to be coming and cleaning your fucking house.
5: No, and you don't
3: no want sure. your house to be a disgusting mess.
5: Because, you know, you may end up in a situation like me, where my mama lives a couple thousand miles away. Does that mean yeah. I don't call her for fucking everything? Yes, I'll call her Sounded like fucking Cartman. I mean, like,
4: and don't get us wrong, too, like, hi, <laughs> I will talk directly to you guys right now. I don't talk to either one of my parents for various different reasons. Don't feel like you have to. Like no. The last time I talked to my dad, like you guys all know this, I talked to you guys about this. The last time I talked to my dad, he got on me for not talking to my sister. And I talked to my therapist long and hard about it, and she's like, that's a boundary. She's like, if you don't feel connected to this person, you haven't talked to them in years. And the second, the first time they reach out to you, it's to help. It's just that way you can help them with their bullshit. But they haven't once checked on you. No. It is okay to not talk to your family. It is okay to say that you know what I love you, but I'm gonna love you from a distance because I have to for my own mental protection. I have to. That is okay. Don't let anyone tell you it's not. Also, yeah. I don't talk to
2: my mom and the man I consider my dad on a daily basis. I don't even talk to them on a weekly basis. Maybe like two or three times a month, but that's because I have ADHD. So, out of sight, out of mind. I don't always remember to text them or say hi. Yes! I don't always remember to call them. Now, my mom calls me more than I call her, but that's also because, again, I don't call her or text her enough. My my dad, he and I call or text each other when we remember. My dad has his, owns his own construction company and he's constantly working on houses and buildings. So when he gets the time to or if he remembers, he will text me or call me. <coughs> my brother, he and I very rarely talk. Sometimes like we will call each other or text each other when something funny happened that we know the other one's going to get enjoyment out of. But like, my brother and I don't talk. Hell, even my brother is from my biological family. I don't talk to them. I'm friends with them on Facebook, but that's about it. Like, I don't talk to them. I met them twice. That's it.
5: Ryan sends me Snapchats of his cat. If I didn't think it wasn't going to come across the screen very well, I would hold up a picture of Buddy and Nugget. I don't know. Maybe it will. Hey, look. Oh, hey, as I immediately turn it off. <laughs> that's Buddy. That's...
0: So we oh, have that's
5: no. Buddy, and that's Nugget, because Nugget is the color of a chicken Nugget, and he adopted Buddy out of the shelter, and Buddy just kind of already had the name Buddy. But my oh. brother adopted a black cat. I hate how it keeps going in and out of focus, but Nugget is still kind of a kitten, and I'm not sure how old Buddy is. But, you know, and also normalize had... having, like, also normalized having, like, just, you know, relationships like that with your siblings. Yeah.
3: Me and my sister had a huge falling out in my early 20s um and just in the last couple years we have rekindled it she actually lives here where i live now so
5: i need to come visit you guys when it's not snowing and when Um, we don't all have the rona i have the antibodies
2: uh let's see so anywhere between late july -July. (laughs) mid-july (laughs) You know what? That'll
5: be nice because you know what it won't be in comparison to where I live?
2: 120. You'd be surprised because we had 120. We had almost a solid month this summer of it being 110 plus. Yeah.
5: Oh, as long we, as it's not 120.
2: Oh, uh, we've we, we reached <laughs> 120. I promise you, we do reach 120 here.
5: Like, you can put me out in 109 in the sun, beating down <laughs> on my back, just make sure that my white ass has sunscreen and water.
3: We are what's I called a, a mountain red. desert. Yep. We are hot, we are dry, and we are the mountains. But, like, like no, my sister lives here where old. I live, and almost every other day every few days she's texting me like hey what's your schedule like when can we hang out da, da 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 and like I feel bad because I work a lot and then also I have my daughter my sister's not a huge kids person she doesn't want kids she's not a huge fan of kids which is understandable her body also will she'll most likely die if she goes full term with the child so she Whenever I have my daughter, I tell her, you know, hey, I'm available this day, but you'll have to come over here. Because, one, her dogs are not very self aware of children. And my daughter is not, does not have the best eyesight or
5: coordination. Okay, but I love Little Piper's glasses. <laughs> and how she really wanted to say hi to me the other day. And I see one of Jeannie's demon cats.
3: Also, my sister has a lot of stuff that is valuable and fragile that she can get into. So I just don't want to take her over there and risk her getting into that stuff and breaking it or getting hurt. And like, I had this conversation with one uh, somebody one time, and they're like, well, then she just needs to put them up. First off, her household is a child free household. She shouldn't have to disarray her world to accommodate me.
5: I have a point to add to this being in this exact situation. So, I have a niece who is two, right? And there are certain times. So, my niece has a little chair in my house. Um, It currently has, you know, those little like hand clappers, except it's about the size of my hand. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's sitting in the chair, and it has her so little crack. Oh, no, I have to wear size large gloves. I have a very large fucking
2: hand. <laughs> like my hands are huge. Like they're like Sam's hand is the same size as her face.
5: Quite literally. And like these are a standard Razer Kraken Kitty headset. So you can see the size next to it. So it's about the same size as my hand. But, you know, like, her little chair sits in a spot, right? My house is full of knives. Full of knives. My, my partner's brother collects them. Like, we have just kind of stuff hanging out downstairs. So my Renaissance Fair weapons Um, and my Damascus steel is quite sharp. Those hang out downstairs. But, like, if I know that little one's coming over because I want her to come over, I just move things aside right so it's like if you want to see if you want to see this little one and you understand that you know little one might come to you little one doesn't come to me very often then you know if you want little one to come to you then you should be willing to move some stuff around or bring kiddo to a room where it's not as big of a deal like if kiddo comes into my room which is where usually she is. I have a giant beanbag chair in the middle of the room. Her little purple chair comes up. I'll put on whatever Disney movie she wants, depending on the phase at the time. It's usually Moana. Sometimes it's Coco. (laughs) But I think Encanto is currently up on the uh, reel. But, you know, so like if you, you know, you shouldn't feel like, I mean, you shouldn't feel like that person should have to upend their world. But being that person if they want your little one to come around, then that shouldn't be something that, that
2: they have a problem with. Right, they'll make that right. accommodation. Right. Correct.
3: And this isn't... I'm not really trying to make my sister sound like a bad person. It's, it's just a, how she not is. She's a bad person. She... I don't know how to really word this. It is. <laughs> She really doesn't care about seeing her nieces and nephew. That's really the only way I can put
5: it. She's looking to see you, huh?
3: Yes. She's, like I said, she's not a fan of kids. Like, the kids will come up to her and they'll just be like, hi, and she's just like, hi. She is not a fan of kids, period. Which, I don't hold it against her. Not everybody likes kids. Not everybody is maternal like we are. She's got her fur babies, and she's happy with that.
5: I'm only halfway. (laughs) But at the same time, though, it's like, yeah, she might not like kids. But the minute that you had kids, and if she wants to see you, comes with package love. Kind of like, I know if I go see my niece, or because my niece is one of my closest friend's kiddos. Like I held the kid the day she was born. Right. She's my niece. So I understand that if I want to go have wine night or if I want to see my friend, I'm either A, helping her find a babysitter, B, talking to her husband about, hey, can you just like make sure she stays asleep or can you just like keep an eye on her for a hot minute or C, guess what? I'm helping clean up the crayons because that's usually how it goes. There's crayons everywhere. But like. That's the other like if you wanna if you wanna see somebody and that somebody has kids, especially younger ones,
1: Go guess to them. what?
5: And especially Evie in your case, where your little one has a disability.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Let's call it what it is. Your little one has a disability. She has the most adorable cute little glasses in the world, but that is what <laughs> it is. It's definitely gonna be a lot easier for your little one to navigate a place where she's comfortable with rather than a place that's exactly. not designed for children.
0: So and it's like, you why, know
5: what? If you want to go see mom, guess you got to go to her, huh? Yeah, and she
3: Otherwise, has wise no accommodation. It's just yeah. the only problem she has is getting here because she doesn't have a vehicle. I literally and
5: made it a rule. Be worked with.
4: Yeah. I made What'd it you mean? a rule. I made it a rule when I had my two kids with my family. Christmas, Thanksgiving, like all the holidays, right? You're coming to us. Because I'm sorry, I have little children. I have small children that want to nap, yeah. which means I have to have beds for them to nap in. I have to have their safe, comfortable areas for them to be in. Yeah. Caleb, like my kid's room, Caleb gets overwhelmed. And when he gets overwhelmed, he takes his blankie and he goes into his room. He closes his door himself, and that's where he wants to be. Is a isolator He is. Okay. Now, you can go in there with him, and you can play with him. But it's, he feels safe in that room. Right. It is so much easier for, especially parents with, <laughs> 19, with small children, for you to go to them. Yeah. Like, stop trying to make these parents, especially with multiple children, load up everything and go to you. Especially, especially if it's going to be an all-day fucking love affair.
3: Yes.
5: fuck that. However,
4: I,
3: I have one piece to I add had to that. Second,
5: I have one piece to add to that that I think that all of the moms in this will appreciate. Mm-hmm. So, I am guilty I do Renaissance Fair. What we're looking at right now is the capability to see if we can bring an RV, if there's, if they have any available spots for RV parking. Now, at night, me and my friend, we go and camp in it. But during the day, if baby needs to take a nap, there's somewhere besides a tent, like an an era tent like if you need to change your kid because we have quite a few babies in the guild right now like we have quite a few kiddos like like if you need if you need a place for kiddo to nap and kiddo can't nap just like anywhere because one girl her kids they out they out but like we have one who happens to also be my niece you know, she has a little bit of a hard time just, like, getting into a nap unless you, like, walk her around forever. But if mama can sit down and just, you know, have baby. So we're looking to see about, like, getting an RV. So that way, I mean, we we have the RV. My friends' parents have the RV. It's a matter of just getting the spot for parking. So we're checking if there's anything left for availability. Because my bougie ass also doesn't want to sleep in my tent. I want to sleep in a real bed. It gets yeah. cold. And I'm a bitch. But, like, so that way Baby can also have a place, like, if Baby gets overwhelmed, if Baby needs a nap, like, there are places, that there's a place you can go. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm Guildmaster, I get it, and I'm trying to make my camp as accessible to folks as possible. Like, I'm looking at accommodating to moms. We now have a reason to accommodate for a wheelchair. Right. And he also has kids. So, I'm like, okay, how accommodating can we make this? Because let's fucking do it.
0: Right. Yeah.
4: But. it's, on... a, it's... Go, ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's sad that there's not more things that are accommodated for children.
0: It is. Yeah.
2: Sad. Not only that, but, like, if you become a mom, not if or when you become a mom, you also need to realize you end up losing a lot of friends who aren't parents. Oh, yeah. Because you you don't have time to go out and do the things like you used to before you got pregnant. You don't have time to you know at the drop of a hat go on a road trip, right? Yeah. Who the <laughs> hell has time for that anymore? Or money? Right. <laughs> but like you just don't have that time. And now like you have like okay. your best you have your besties that aren't parents yet or don't want to be parents, but they want to they they want to be the auntie or the uncle, right? Yeah, Yeah. and they give a shit about the child, right? So they will be around you no matter fucking what. That is your best friend. That is your true friend. Not saying that the child slap me awake at eight o'clock in the morning. Like, not that like the friends that you had before you got pregnant weren't your friends, but like they just don't have the same priorities as you anymore. Yeah, don't. You're gonna get upset about it. You're gonna get feel depressed about it. But just know it's normal. There's not, And it's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's why, like, you see all, like, for me, like, I was a single mom for a while. You want mom friends. Yeah. Or friends that, you know, care about your kids. Like, it's like <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam adopted me as, as their sister. So, like, now yeah. Colton's their nephew, right? Evie. Yeah.
5: Fucking lootly Like that kid wants to dress up in his Spider Man outfit. You best believe I'm gonna be like, all right, which Spider Man movie are we putting on? Are we going OG with Toby? Like middle ground with Garfield? Like where are we going with this? Right. Like, I don't know. I I might I might like Marvel.
2: <laughs> but like and then you have like Evie, who lives fifty minutes away from me, before she even met me, was like, You're my sister now. It's just how it is, right? And then Jeannie, we became, I call her waifu, she calls me waifu, but we're best friends too. That's my son. Y'all need
5: pillows.
2: (laughs) That's my son's aunt. Like, you just become a family with other people who are parents. The same thing goes for for dads. Yeah. Not like, dads, it's a little bit easier for them to go out and go do whatever because like, let's be honest, Mm -hmm. that's not something the mom wants to do necessarily, right? Um, but, like, the same thing goes for dads. Like, a lot of your guy friends are going to do the same thing. Not as many as as the mom friends, but, like, the dad's friends, it's going to do the same thing. They end up finding dad friends.
3: Yeah. Because I think, like, <laughs> between me and my partner, for every three times he goes out or goes to a friend's house, I go out Once. And that's mostly because he's like, you need a break. I'll take the kid. You go out and do something. But like everybody has different walks of life. And sometimes when you become a parent, the other people around you want to find somebody else that can accommodate what they want a little better. And it's not always a bad thing.
5: Being the person that's the child free and that who, I mean, I am the oldest female presenting of a very long line of cousins. I had a kid on my hip from the minute I had one. So, from the minute a cousin younger than me was born, and we're now cool, right? Her name is Kat. I did her fucking hair the other day. Basically, from the minute, like, I remember when that kid's diapers were getting changed. I learned how to change a diaper in early age. Don't ask me to change your kid's diapers. Please, please don't. (laughs) I I don't like it. However, if you got... I'm the kind of person, like, literally, I showed up the day that my niece was born. Like, I saw mom on the table, still in the stirrups, and we were making jokes about... She's like, this is probably the most I you've ever seen of me. And I'm like, bitch, I cleaned a bathtub so I could lower you into it because you were so fucking pregnant, you couldn't even bend over. But you wanted a bath, so I cleaned your whole bathtub to lower you into it, okay? So if you're, if you're, mo- find those friends, find friends like the drunk auntie here, literally. And I sprinkled her bath salts and I lowered her in and I sat on the toilet so she wouldn't have to stand back up and slip. She had my arm, right? Like, yeah, you know, some, some people don't have the same priorities. But I'm also, you know, I'm the one that's not a parent. I choose. Yeah, some of my friends have kids. Okay. I have a car. We like the same snacks. We making dino nuggies? Okay. We gonna sit in color? Cool. Baby need a swaddle? I'm good at wrapping. Tell me your instructions for the bottle. I have delivered a placenta to somebody's freezer. <laughs> okay. But like, so, you know, I mean, yeah, people have different priorities and I'm a performer and I'm a performer who performs at night. Do I still send out those invitations and everything to all of my friends who are moms? I mean, right now I really only have one because, you know, I just, I don't have a big circle. But to my friend who is a mom, absolutely. Because a lot of the times my shows just so happen to be after kiddo goes to sleep. And then there's someone in the house that can keep an ear out. So if kiddo wakes up or something happens, mom can go back. But also... Yeah. Even if that wasn't the case, do you think I still wouldn't send an invite to all of my shows out to any
2: of my mom friends just so that way they feel included? Right. That's the other thing, too. Like, again, with the priorities, like, things change. But, like, there is always that chance to where you, like, you guys decide you're going to go out and do something. Still send the invite. Even if the mom or the dad can't come, still send the invite because they'll appreciate it more. Of it makes uh, them feel
5: included. Right. Instead do I of- ever 100% hold my breath on if my friend can come to my drag shows? No. I never hold my breath on it. But I still <laughs> tell her about them. And I'm going to send her this podcast too because I think she'll appreciate it. But do I ever hold my breath on my friend coming to my shows? No. Never. But do I still tell her about them? Because I get it, like, little one might get sick or something's happening or she's just too tired because of a day with, you know, being around baby. Okay. There's videos.
4: We'll show you. Not to mention, too, like, if you really care about that mom or that dad or that parent and you want to, like, do something with them, hi, hate to break it to you. Sometimes that's going to be just going over to their house and having a cup of coffee while they pick up their living room.
5: Right. Yeah. We have a favorite brand of wine. And I'm usually, the minute I get in the door, I'm the one picking up her living room because she's tired.
0: Yeah.
5: That's what I used to do for Vic. She doesn't ask me to do that. If she told me to stop, I wouldn't fucking care.
3: I, I used to do that for Vicks. I'd come over and she, I have one kid she had 4 and she was absolutely exhausted. I'd come in there, she'd want the baby, so I'd be like, "Here you go." And I'd go and grab the vacuum just, and she'd just be like, "It oh. is
5: literally just immediate. Like, oh, this is on the floor. Hey, how old is this? Is kiddo still going to want this? Oh, you need help setting up?" I literally I walk in the door and it doesn't even like no one's going to ask. It's just immediate like, "Okay." Better Can I keep my own every... room clean? Not even, like, there's not a shot in hell that I can even keep my own room clean. But but my mom friend has a living room that's a little, you know, and she's getting a little, and I'm like,
4: okay. Yeah, seriously, stop expecting your parent friend's houses to be spotless all the time. Yes. That's not fucking no. realistic. No. Like, you want to
0: be it's spotless, not.
4: come on over and do my dishes. Come on over and pick up all the toys in my living room. Right, I'm
2: fuck ass at dishes, but I'll help clean your living room. Right, like
5: my thing like is, I is said, like I
2: scrubbed a tub for her one time so she could get lowered into it for a bath. Like my thing is, is like you have, like you're going over to your friend's house. I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter the age of your children when they're young. If there aren't toys thrown all over the house, that's not a happy home. That is a miserable home. Or if the kids' bedroom isn't trash from them throwing their stuff all over the place, but the rest of your house is clean, that's not a happy home. That is a miserable household. For the kids. Not for you, for the kids.
3: Yeah. Like I I try to come up and help Callie clean, but most of the time it's already done by the time I get there. And I'm like, well, I'll just hang out. I guess,
2: (laughs) or like I'll be, or like I'll be like getting ready to cook dinner, or and Evie will wash the dishes that are already in the sink, or wash dishes as I'm cooking that I don't need anymore, or and like Evie like helps me clean up afterwards, or she'll do the dishes, just because they're there, or if I'm already doing the dishes, she dries.
3: Yeah, like while her and Wolf were gone uh, to North Carolina one time, um, or maybe they. (sighs) You guys went to go see your family. I can't remember. But there was leftovers in the refrigerator. I go over there. I grab what I needed. And then I look over and there were some dishes in the sink. And I'm like, you know what? And so I did the dishes for her. Yep. I did not put them away because I did not know where they went. But I'm like, hey, your dishes are clean. I cleaned the dishes that I use. There you go. You're welcome.
5: So oh, I have a question for babies or for moms. Have, I, have any of you had babies that were colicky? Yes, I
2: have not. Kind of, because like my niece
3: very colicky.
2: My niece was colicky, so
5: you know this was the first time I'd been dealing with an infant in quite some time. But you know, if I put her down, screaming. I don't know what it was. Like, maybe it was because, I mean, like, looking at videos of it later, you know, um, babies in their digestive tracts have problems, like, moving and stuff like that. You know, we'd give her, like, the gas drops and all that stuff, the, you know, the water and such. But I'd put her in my hands. Let me tell you, I got the work out of my life. I'd walk around their entire house just telling her stories and talking. So maybe, like, was it because she was, like, maybe against me? But I'd just talk. Tell her stories about my day. Tell her the weirdest bullshit but I just it talk sounds- and she'd start to kind of cut and I'd be like, none
4: mm, of that. Mm-mm. It sounds almost and more like separation anxiety than it is caught col- like true colic.
5: No, it was colicky.
2: Really? It was it colic. Just, it could have just been because you were distracting her. So it was, mm-hmm. the, so you're distracting the baby. So the baby wasn't thinking of how uncomfortable they were.
0: Yeah. Was also yeah. if I sat
2: down or stopped moving. Yeah. Same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Another thing that helps with colic is having them not in a laying position, but kind of having them elevated a little bit. Yeah. So that way it's but not kinda, settling down.
5: It's kind of like, because she was like maybe a month old. So there there was nothing even remotely close to holding her head up. Right. So it was just kind of like, just but like having and just
3: Slight elevation helps. Another thing that really helps with colic is it's called a sugar nipple um you get a clean wash rag wash cloth whatever you put sugar in it and you dip the you wrap it up and kind of make it look like a bit of a nipple and you dip it in some water and let them suck on that
5: hmm.
3: it's kind of a like a little oldie thing
2: like but, whiskey on the gums kind of old yeah,
3: yeah. but, but it is almost 11 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. so I am uh,
2: getting ready. I was just about to say, with that being said, I am going to end the stream here. Thank you to everybody that came and watched the stream, and thank you to everybody that is listening to the podcast once it is posted. Um, Our next official schedule is going to be Saturday, January 29th. That is 9pm Mountain Standard Time. It will be 8 p.m. Um, Pacific, Pacific Pacific standard, and it'll be 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. That being Japan said, Central.
5: If you guys
3: enjoyed the podcast and everything, go ahead, drop a follow. Follow our
0: socials,
2: and we will catch you guys on the next one. So have a good night. Bye. Good night.